a Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Alpine Stars Protects on RacerXOnline.com. your continued support of our sponsors we have surpassed 1,000 podcasts delivered with over 7 million downloads click that amazon banner on pole mx to help us out and donate via patreon if it suits you and as always enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us Original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. FlyRacing.com. Please check them out from the FR5 boots to the Evo gear to the new Formula Helmet. Well, it's not that new anymore. To the Formula Helmet, flyracing.com has got you covered, man. And thanks to those guys for making uh, this show happen. Really appreciate it. Please subscribe to Racer X, Racer X Magazine, uh, stories that you'll never read on the internet, and they're available uh, inside the magazine. I put a lot of work on a Michael Byrne feature that I just did, so please check out Racer X online to subscribe and uh, get a prize, get uh, get something for subscribing uh, from, from the folks at Racer X. Thank you, Maxis Tires as well, uh, MXST, developed by McGrath, used by Canton Zaro and Supercross. Thank you, Maxis Tires, for uh, making this show, uh, being part of this show. And also Alpine Stars. The Tech 7 is the boot of choice for myself. The Tech 10 is the most advanced boot in motocross today. You know the name. You know the game from Alpine Stars. They've been putting out quality products for a long time. Please check them out, Alpine Stars. I just got a mountain bike helmet from those guys as well as a, a bib and a shirt from Alpine Stars as well. So they got a whole line of mountain bike stuff um, for you people to grab. So thanks to Fly Racing, Maxis. Uh, and uh, Alpine Stars, and please subscribe to Racer X uh, Magazine and uh, and get a, get get something for it. So, um, all right, I'm Steve Mathis with me in studio, a rare in studio podcast. We don't always uh, have a chance to do these, but uh, for this one, we did. He's uh, Uber tuner to the stars for many many years. Now moving into a different gig. Uh, it's my buddy Tony Berluti. What's up, Berlude? How are you, Steve? How are you doing? I haven't seen you for a while. No, dude. What's been going on with you? Like you. For, no, we you were my riding buddy at Western Western <laughs> Race, right? That that's gone. Uh, you 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 don't have a job at the races right now. Currently, no. you worked for the Smart Top team, of course, for Brayton a couple years ago. Yep. Uh, what's going on with you? What's happening? Well, I took on this gig with uh, it's a show here in Vegas. It's for Cirque. It's going to be called Run R U N is what they call it. But yep. anyway, um. And it's pretty much consumed since May 11th or 12th. It's consumed my whole time. It's October now, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I spent uh, some time in your old home country up in Montreal. Yeah, because Cirque du Soleil is based. They're a Canadian company, right? Right. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I was up there for a month. Yeah. How was that? Did you have Putin? I did. Oh. I finally had that. You it's talked about it. It's not <laughs> so good for you, but it's really good. It really, and they have all kinds of different different ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so you're... So Eric Pernard helped you get this gig? Yeah, so Eric right. contacted me out of the blue. Um, of course, Eric knows the cert guys somehow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that correlation or how how that went. Somebody must have got a hold of him, and, and he's yep. like a liaison right. between them to yep. to help. Because it's like a motorcycle project. Okay. Um, it's a motorcycle-type show that's that's yep. in there. And um, I think Eric's helped, helped him 
along the way with all the motorcycle aspect okay. of it. And, all right. um, so it's going to be freestyle guys in this thing? Yeah, they'll yep. be freestyle. It's, uh, it's, it's actually three different disciplines. It'll be freestyle, uh, trials riders, and then um, this stuff they call, well, it's, I don't know if you've seen it on the street. These guys wheeling and by uh, about eighty miles an yeah. hour on the freeway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those guys are called stunt riders. Yeah, yeah. So it's a so there's stunt riders, FMX, and trials guys. Okay, and then of course the usual acrobats and and these type of people. Yeah, yeah. and not quite acrobatic. So it's a really strange show for them. It's really new to them. So they've really. Um, you know, it's been difficult for them because yeah. they've it's it's completely a new whole deal for yeah. them. So, um, so there is a lot of like uh, fighting going on. So they 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 went and got a lot of uh, martial art type yep. kind of uh, you know performers yep. and and dancers and yep. stuff like yep. that. So it's not like your typical trapeze type okay. of show and stuff like you would go to uh, Mysterio. Yeah, yeah, whatever see. it is, right? Yeah. Right. What hotels it at? Yeah, the Luxor. And when's it opening? Um, October twenty fourth is what they call a soft opening. Okay, where, where that's they ten bring, days from now. F- yeah, yeah, family and friends and stuff, and then I think November fourteenth yeah, or yeah. something. Oh, is 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 going to be the official opening yeah, of, yeah. of people to come see it. So obviously, since since you start stopped wrenching, uh, you've got a nice little side business at home. You, you're in your garage. You work on a lot of bikes for a lot of people. Everybody in Vegas knows you. You're a long time guy. Keep busy that way. Are you still doing that? On this? that has completely ceased. I mean, it has to be right. well. I, it's <laughs> weird, 10-hour is... days, you know, and stuff. Right. It's just the last thing I want to do is come home and work on bikes. So I, I've had to pretty, pretty much put a just, halt yeah. to that. Yeah. So you're the mechanic for the bikes, and, and they're e-bikes? Yeah, everything's electric in yep. there. So um, there's a total of, like, I think 16 or 17 bikes we have in and there. And you're the guy to set them up, make sure they're running properly, you know, yeah, all that. I'm a one-man one band. I hate it. It's really tough. Believe it or not, it sounds... <laughs> You know, Eric sold it to me as, oh, you make your own hours. You know, you can ask for what you want money-wise. I mean, it's – but it's 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 an interesting gig, but there's a lot to it, dude. There's a lot on my plate. I, I bet. It's a it lot sounds, of motorcycles. Yeah. And, and, again, this is safety of these performers, so you're taking it damn seriously. I mean, it's oh, – it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've always taken whatever I do as serious yeah. as possible, maybe too much sometimes, right, you right. know. But – um. The one machine, it's a it's a, it's a French bike. It's uh, the uh, trials bike, and we've had nothing but issues with it. Oh, they, really? We have frames breaking, so we've had to oh. I've had to disassemble these bikes, and we have to get them reinforced, and then we get them powder coated because because yeah. of the show. It's got to be certain. Yeah, you got design guys that want certain colors, so we yep. he, they want silver and black. Silver be the good guy, black be the bad guy. Okay, type yeah, of yeah, yeah, yep, thing. Yep, so yep. everything has to be torn apart and painted, but. We have brake frames breaking. We have with that particular electric bike. It's um, they're they're temperamental and there's requirements that, that some of the performers have to do on the bikes that you got to have a little power and that bike yeah. is not very powerful. Uh, but but I was going to say you can't go get a trials bike because it's an e bike. It's got to be electric one. Yeah, so. for this particular show, everything's electric. Yeah. you know because they have a lot of pyro, mm-hmm. a lot of fire. Go- you know, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. pyro, but um. Yep. So a lot of pyro. So if there, if it's a vented facility, if it's a vented um, yeah. showroom, it would suck all the pyro out. Like when they do pyro. Oh yeah, good point. You know, right. Like so yeah, yeah. And stuff, yeah, yeah. It, the flame wouldn't. Yeah. They wouldn't be able to control the right. flame. Right, right, right. So it's got to be that way. So it's got to be electric. So. You so know. you're stuck working on this French electric. Trust. Oh, that thing's been a pile. <laughs> but the Alta bike, which is yeah. out of out of business. Yeah. We have Where no are you going to get parts? That's the scary part. 
<laughs> so it's that's it's been a serious challenge. Yeah. How many do they have? How many altas? altas I think we got nine or ten. Yeah, you're gonna need clutch levers. Well, clutch levers and stuff is no problem, but yeah, the battery stuff and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, most of the stuff is all KTM. Yep. Yeah. The the yeah. chassis right, part right, stuff. Right. 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 Yeah. I can get you know, right. but um yeah, for example, we have this one bike that come to find out. Um, there's this kid named Jimmy Hill that they brought on for okay. FMX, and he he was like, uh, he knows Kiefer. I guess he helped test ride a little bit. Okay. So he knew somebody to go to, but I put this FMX bike all together. We got it painted black and stuff, and the kid, you know, took it out, and the thing would shut off. Oof. And I'm like, oh, that ain't good. Oh, wow, yeah. So what it was, on landing, he would, like on hard landings yep. or when he would do nose wheelies, it, it would go forward with the throttle, and it would, it would – send a sensor or whatever to the the you know the yeah. brain and yep. it would shut the bike off yep. so come to find out they had a recall on the 2018s not all of them yeah, but some but of some them some of them and this particular but, one but is you one. have to find that out somehow <laughs> well he found out because yeah. jimmy found out but the problem is it's a software problem and how are we going to fix it yeah so it's like a 12 or fourteen thousand dollar parts bike jeez yeah yeah so that's that's a pain in the ass um are you in, so? Is the money good? Because of the overtime, <laughs> it's not. It's not really that great. Because of overtime, it's decent. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, wow. It's, well, that's yeah. I lost my riding buddy. I lost my Pulp Mix <laughs> Show co-host. Oh shit! I mean, have you been following? Then you've been able to follow the the races and everything as oh, much as you I want love to. It. Yeah. yeah, I do. I still stay into right. it. You know that. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> Jeez. Um, are you gonna stick this thing out? <laughs> Well, yeah, which we're going to get it up and running and will it, will it, will see it be, how it goes Will it be easier there. on you once it gets up and running? Yeah, because the all the bikes are... Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I pretty much had to build all these things yep. because they, like I said, from color to... Yep. Uh, um, the the street bike, the that stunt bike thing has been a serious project yeah, yeah. because you have to put crash frames on it, crash cages, because that's what, how these guys ride yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they use some of those crash cage parts where they stand on them yeah, and yeah, do yeah. stunts they yeah. they do and they they actually should, do an amazing job you should call uh andy harrington regis because he does a lot of those stunt bikes maybe he's got trick tips Re- and, he does yeah yeah he's got he built a camera bike and everything I, maybe he could help you like is he a some, socal guy no he's in louisiana wherever yeah. they're shooting all these movies at but i bet oh. you he if you have some issues or or questions he might be able to put you in touch with some guys who build special parts for stunt bikes yeah that's awesome it might yeah. work out but um, well, I would have wish I would have known that about four months ago, Steve. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. right? Anyway, yeah. Um, so these people that put the Cirque shows on, they're artistic people. Very. They're creative. Ugh. They're not motorcycle people. No. How are you dealing with them? Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> well, it's funny. Because that, you are a very direct kind of guy. Well, it's funny you have that perspective and you're bringing it out. But, yeah, it's it's been a, it's been a challenge for me. Um, I bet. They're very weird. Right. They want us to – we got speakers on the bike so that the bikes, when they're in the audience – because they, they actually ride in the audience. Oh, they do? Okay. Yeah, they, yep. they get yep. interactive with the audience yeah, yeah. and stuff, which is kind of dangerous. Right, right. You get some drunk guy that's going to jump yeah. out in the audience and touch the guy or something. Touch the front brake or who knows. Yeah. yeah. Whatever, right. But um, so they put we put speakers on them so that they, you know, they oh, make yeah, noises yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. So we've had to do that. And they and these design guys, I want the speaker. I go, well, we got to – you can put a speaker on here, but somehow you got to take it off before they go on stage because this is going to impede the way they ride, you know. Yeah, with the knees or whatever. Yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like, hey yeah. – and, and I've had to fight them amongst yeah, the yeah. way. Like, 
I'm not. I don't. That bike. That speaker's not going there on that bike because the rider's going to hit it yep. or whatever, yeah, and it's yeah, going to yeah. screw them up. Yep. An FMX guy. We can't have yep. it there. Right. Right. And they don't understand it. So, yeah, it's been a challenge. <laughs> I can see that totally with you. Yeah. Um, well, just can we can we go riding, Berluke? Can we, yes. can we get you back? Well, hopefully I'm going to have some, I do, man. Okay. I want to go right. for sure. Right, right. This weather's great. and I picked up my my game. So the Silver Fox. I you, I may. Well, last time you were out there, I, I'm, I've, I, you totally picked it up. So I'm sure you're ready. Right, to right. Go, so maybe, the silver, maybe I got oh. the Silver Fox covered. Fuck! I, I'm a, yeah, I'm sure you will right away, but I'll have to. Okay, you have to step it up quicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Wow. Okay. I so want to take some of the cert guys that ride the bikes. Oh, yeah. Out out to. Western. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. So, um. So this will be once it gets up and running. Five shows a week or whatever. Ten shows a week or whatever. Two ten shows, shows a day. A week, yeah. yeah t- t- two yeah. shows a day. Yeah. That's oh, jeez. Idea. And where do you go for that? Do you stand backstage somewhere, or is that how does that work? Right. Yeah, it's really weird. I mean, because the stage is really congested with right. with with um, uh, obstacle with ramps with all yeah, kinds of yeah. stuff. So it's really not a good. I'll be there because in case something happens to one of the bikes. Yep. And then we have this freight elevator that most of the bikes have to stay in. Yep. While the stage is going on. Mm-hmm. But then um, you pull them out when they need them and stuff. So, um, yeah, there's not yeah. really a good spot to, to stand. Jeez. So you got all your tools down there? You brought everything uh, down there? I, I usually just bring, like, a tool bag. Yeah, yeah. For, you know, if yeah. guy falls over and there's a lever or something right, like right, that. Right, right, right. Jeez. Hopefully. Yeah, have have you had any crashes in, the, in, in the rehearsal? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, anybody get hurt or? No, uh, well, we've yeah, we've heard a couple guys. Yeah. The one get the one guy they did a backflip, but they were backflipping on an airbag they got. Okay. And this kid had never really landed on an airbag, and, oh. it, and it like sprung him off the off the oh, yeah, off yeah. the landing ramp, and he broke his collar. Oh, jeez. Okay. So that wasn't good, but right. um, and then a couple fallovers here and there, but yeah, I've replaced a lot of levers just because the carpentry guy knocked the bike over. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Jeez. Um, it occurred to me, uh. Well, I wanted to see you and talk to you about this deal, but also we'd never really done like a long form podcast with you. I mean, we talked about your story a lot on Pulp Mech Show. A lot of people know about your deal, but we've never actually dove into your your career. So yeah. I thought that would be kind of interesting. So well, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know where you were going to go with this podcast, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's do it. Uh, right. Let's go into the time I'm, machine. We'll go back for Tony Berluti. Um, grew up in Reno. Uh yeah I yeah pretty much pretty much grew up in Reno. Up in Reno. Yeah. Um, started riding at a young age. Started... No, not at a young no. age. Actually, I started late, like about thirteen years old. Mm-hmm. We, my mom, moved us out to the country. Okay. from the town, the yep. city. You know, I was like a city boy pretty much. And but for her to do that, we fought and said we don't want to go live. What's gonna? What are we gonna yeah. do out there, mom? Yeah. Somehow we were able to coerce her or talk her into getting us a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and I fell in love. Yeah, and that was it. You start riding. Your that brother Alan is older, younger. He's older. He's, He's older. like eighteen months older. Okay, yeah. So he started riding with you, I guess. Well, yeah, it was him and I would fight over this one motorcycle. Oh, okay. <laughs> so if I could get home before him yeah. during school, you know, after school, yeah, and I was on it, I could pr- get a chance to ride it because yep. he was always kick my ass or bigger than me, so he was on it most of the time. You oh, know? damn it! But, uh, what 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 was the bike? Do you remember? Yeah, it was a LT two MX, a one hundred Yamaha. I don't even. Okay, so YZ one hundred? No, or not. It was before YZ. LT, okay, it, yeah, L, yeah, yeah. It, it's it was in seventy two, so it's back when you built your own motocross okay, bike. All right, from an enduro bike. Oh wow. Okay, yeah, I don't think I even know that. I mean, obviously, I know the the old Trail seventies and the old. It's not an IT, right? It's, it's an LT two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an enduro okay. model. LT signified one hundred. 
because then they had mm. AT, they had uh, oh okay CT. Uh, okay. Yeah, they had different designations yeah, yeah. for it, but it was a yeah. it was a 100 yeah. enduro bike that we took all the stuff off and made it an MX bike. Oh, okay. And then at some point, you guys start racing. Yeah, Alan did. Um, you know, my mom didn't permit it, so Alan. One time, our friends that kind of got us into the bikes and mm-hmm. kind of you know yep. you know went around with us. Uh, it was funny. There was this local track that you could actually ride your bike to just down the road a couple miles and you could ride yeah so um full moto track like full moto yeah Yeah. it was a motocross track it was an actual event yeah um they didn't really have motocross during the week that you could practice on but it was an event they put on there a couple times yeah and alan went down there and then uh you know without my mom's permission but she didn't know we she would just say we're gonna go ride with john or something but then john would take (laughs) alan to the racetrack to, to to the track yeah um and then so did you guys start racing from there? Like Yeah, he bit? took off with it. Alan was really good well, right out of the box. Yeah, see, I'll, now at some point, like, um, you look at the old Cycle News archives, which I've dove into a lot, and your brother is all over there, the Cycle News archives. Like, he yeah. was a good rider. Yeah, he, he was got really to good. be really good. He didn't was he? Uh, number one uh, with the, back in the day in District 36. Okay. Which is had, like what? NorCal, Nor- Northern yeah. Nevada or something? Yeah, okay. yeah. Yep. Um, they they did these things called blue plates, where the top twenty top twenty guys, you know, in points uh, in the pro class or uh-huh. expert class, yep. or whatever, you would get a blue plate. Okay. Well, Alan got number one one yeah. year, and then um, you know, he did some of the nationals. He would have been a way he could have been a way better rider than he was, but he loved to chase yeah. chicks yeah, and, yeah. and party too much, <laughs> right, and right. so he wasn't he didn't have the dedicated that he wasn't dedicated like yeah. he should because he had support and help. How good did you get? I got to I, I considered local expert. Okay. I would never yep. call myself a pro, but yeah, I, yeah. I got to local expert level. I, I ended up kinda get, like me in Canada. Like I was local, I was an expert, but I mean was I really a pro? <laughs> like yeah. Well, I don't know what you call yourself. You went yeah. you did a pro you did a I couple did. pro events. I did, but I mean I would I would call myself a local expert. Right? Yeah, that's like, what yeah. I call right, myself. Right. Yeah. Um so did you so eventually, yeah, as you guys got older you ended up buying bikes and everything else. So what, what bikes did you what what did you race? Um, my first real bike, well, I had my hand-me-down. My yeah. brother had a TM-125. Uh, I The thing blew up. I spent all this money <laughs> fixing it, and it still blew up, so I got rid of it. And my first real bike that was brand new was a 76YZ-125. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, did you always have an aptitude for wrenching for mechanical stuff? Did you take it in school? Did like My dad was a car mechanic, right? So he, he fixed cars, so then he was like, hey, kid. You need to learn how to work on your bike. I don't want to work on it. So you know, he taught me everything, and then I, maybe I have some some of that. Yeah, talent. aptitude, like you said. Yeah. I uh, I would fix my mom's egg beater or whatever. Oh, you were. So I I definitely had the mechanical yep. mindset. Yep. And did know? Alan or no? No, no, he was. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't find any interest right. at all in it. So so when I raced, and after you know, I I got to the level I could with yep. with the resources I had and right. the stuff. You know, I mean, and um, where's dad at? Dad's around or? No, I never. Nope. My my mom was a single mom. Oh, single really? Parent, yeah. Oh, so, wow. So, um, I didn't have any influence that way. Uh, my influence, if I had it along the way, was when I bought my bike from the dealership. They kind of uh, Jack Dossie and, and a good friend of mine, Dan. This um, is all in Reno, still, right? Yeah, yeah Carson yeah. City, okay, Reno. Carson, there, it's yeah. about yeah. thirty miles apart, yeah. you know. So I bought my bike in Carson City, which yep. was about thirty miles, or whatever. So. Um, his dad and then Dan, the uh, owner's son mm-hmm. of the shop, you know, I ended who, what, what shop I ended up going to work for eventually. Oh, um, okay. They would 
help me out and take me to the races and oh, stuff. Okay. So that 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 was my resources. Yeah. But I pretty much did it all on wow. my own. Just reading books or what? Like no internet back then, of course. So no. reading books and figuring out how to fix an egg beater or whatever. <laughs> I mean, or motorcycles or whatever it is, right? Yeah, like, yeah. you just did it. You jumped yeah, yeah. in there and figured it yeah, out. Yeah, you just kind yeah. of worked on it. Did you ever meet your dad or you ever, ever? Yeah, I did meet my dad, um, but like I some... didn't really know him. At one time, my mom or my sister put this rendezvous together oh, when okay. I was like maybe 18 or okay, something. Yeah, I met yeah. him. We had dinner and it was it was strange. And, and <laughs> you're, you're it was strange. Like, right. Yeah, hey, how you yeah, doing? Hey. Okay, see you later when we're done. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was weird. Yeah, you're just like either be in it or not, be in my life or no. But yeah. Yeah, he was never in it, so it was like a stranger. Right. And I don't hold I I, I don't hold it against I mean, it just, you yeah. know, that's how life is yeah, sometimes, yeah. you know. Right. And my mom did a good job right. without him, so. Um, yeah, it sounds like it. So you get to a local expert, and then you get a job at the shop where you bought your first bike. Yeah. Oh, wow, okay. So, so that's, and you're working in the service department, or what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. pretty much service. And that's where you really cut your teeth like yeah. that's where you really learn how to there's this one guy dwight snodgrass that was the mecha- uh-huh. the main mechanic in the back and he um there again he took me under my wing i yep. was a young kid freaking punk that you know was resistant to doing this and doing that i wanted to do what i wanted you know yeah, yeah. my own project but dwight, dwight would like tony no you got to do this and yeah, yeah he really he really yep. he's the one that taught me the most at, yep. at an early age to did did you were you wrenching for alan at this point ever yeah did and you, i did yeah. do that yeah 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 you know i mean the the, the normal the stuff you know changing filters yeah. filling a tank with gas tire yeah. pressure spokes yeah. you know we all kind of had to learn to do that yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know so yeah. um so yeah, I would, I would go. I went to supercrosses and some nationals with my brother. Oh, yeah. you did, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's kind of and where. Then, like, what years is that? What are we talking? Uh, mid seventies, early eighties. Okay. So Hannah, yeah, Howard, oh, oh, yeah. these, these guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, Hangtown. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's where you were like, hey, this is cool. Like, this, this is cool. This is cool. Yeah, McCarty's yeah. there and John R. and yeah, these guys, right? I right. met, I met um, uh, Alexander, Pat Alexander, oh, way back in the day. Oh, you what know? was he doing? He was with Suzuki. Actually, he was uh, at one point. He was um, he was Laporte's mechanic. Oh, was he? At okay. Factory yeah, Suzuki yeah, yeah. back okay. in the day. Danny right. Laporte's mechanic. I didn't know Pat went that far back with Suzuki. He Jeez. did. He did. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, oh, that's yeah. funny. So you met him just as like a whatever. Yeah, like, I met him, and then then he remembered, and then uh, you know, like in the mid '80s, you know, yeah. when I'd go to the nationals and stuff. You know, I'd say hi to those guys and stuff, so they recognized and knew knew me, and then later on, I went on to work with them. Yeah, you, when, like I said, when you go back through old cycle news, it's like Alan Berluti's like top 20 guy, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's he's in the mix. He got a national number 81 one year. Yeah, yeah. With doing Washougal, doing like maybe three events or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he sounded like he was pretty good. He was good. Yeah, yeah. back in the day. He could have been better. Right, right. Uh, The old story, right? Right. Um, And you're still riding at this time? You're still doing all that? Like when you're wrenching for your brother and doing and working, at the oh dealership. yeah, you're still riding, you're yeah. still racing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah, I, I pretty much raced somewhat seriously till maybe '84. Oh, okay, all right. And I okay. broke my femur and my wrist, and that oh, okay. kind of put a damp dampener. Uh, where'd you on do it. that at? At this place called Fernley. Okay, it, it's it's uh it's up north. It's by outside of Reno. '84. What you got? What you got for a bike? Uh, CR250 Honda. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bad crash. Yeah, pretty gnarly. <laughs> Me and my bro- my brother hadn't raced in a while, and then he came out, and it's like, it was like a a rivalry. Type yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, right. Because you were you were probably riding more than he was, and all at that, that right? time, because yeah, because yeah. he didn't have a bike or yeah, didn't yeah. have some support or whatever, and then all of a sudden he got a bike and came out to Fernley, and 
on the start, I see him on the outside like some wild man. I go, fuck you, Al. I'm, 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 you ain't going to beat me this easy, <laughs> right. you know. So I just fucking kept it pinned and hit a jump and landed too hard. Next thing you know, oh. I'm just cartwheeling. Wow. You know? um, are the whole time, are you working at this dealership? Like throughout the yeah. early 80s and everything? Like you're yeah. still working there? Pretty much. And that's in where? Carson? That's Carson, Carson City. City. Yeah. 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 Um, so you're getting good at mechanicing. How do you start with Tommy Watts, right? Uh, my first, oh. as far as a privateer. Yeah, like yeah, you're, on the national. Like you're working for your brother. Yeah, and then kind of whatever he's done. Yeah, working the shop. How do you get to be Tommy Tommy Watts' guy? Because so, he's from Kentucky. Yeah, so how does that happen? So I moved to Car- uh, from from Carson City in '85. Early '85, I moved to Las Vegas because my two buddies I grew up went to school with had already moved down. Oh, here. okay, all right. They were the one, you know, Dude, Greg. So wait, Prim- wait, wait, wait a minute. So in '85, you moved mm-hmm. to Vegas. I moved to Vegas in '85. What was this place like in '85? Oh, yeah. Because now, so, I, of course, I live here, so like so I, different. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Yeah, it was. Jeez, it probably wasn't quite when Bugsy came here and just you know no. did that. But right. it, um, yeah, I mean, it was a major deal. Like the main strip, what we call the strip now, yeah, yeah. wasn't extravagant at all. Did it, it, it kind of end at MGM Grand? Was that oh like, yeah, yeah. For that sure. was the end of it, yeah, right? Probably yeah. one end. That's what I heard. Right? Somebody yeah. told me that one time. Yep. And then yep. it went to Fremont, and then that was it. Like, yeah, pretty much to where what Stupex Plate? What's the um the Stratosphere? Stratosphere. Yeah. Kind of went to there, yeah. and then you had Old Vegas downtown where Fremont is. Okay. Yeah. So there was yeah. a big gap between yeah. the Strip and yeah. then Fremont and then, went all oh, the way down. Oh wow, I can't even imagine. Yeah, it didn't go all the way. Yeah. None of that Sam Boyd was there. None of the Summerlin, all that. None of that was. Oh, there. Sam Boyd Stadium. Yeah. I don't know when that was built, but it's pretty old now. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I probably wasn't there when I first. So moved okay, here. so Greg Prim. Yeah. What? So Greg Prim was down here. Um, that was the guy you grew up with. Yeah. I, oh, I didn't I know. I grew that. up with Greg up in Reno. Oh, okay. We went to high school together okay. and raced together, and so he helped me and supported me too with my racing too. So because obviously his parents, there's a town called Prim. He's mm-hmm. a big real estate guy. Um, were they already buying real estate down here then? Were they? His were they... dad had bought Vegas real estate a long time ago. Oh wow! Okay. While he was living, while he was in Carson City, while he was in California. Oh okay. While the old man was in California. Oh okay, okay. Greg, they they had not Carson City, but Reno. Greg's yep. dad originally had casinos in Reno too. Oh wow! Greg's so, dad. So did. Greg's dad was a was a mover shaker. Way back in the day. Yeah, way back. Oh okay. All right. Very much. Oh, yeah. Phones off for the podcast. Yep. But, yeah. Okay. Thanks, Steve. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Prim and moved to Vegas. Prim moved to yep. Vegas, and my buddy Bill Buttram, they, they, you know, we're like the, you know, three musketeer yeah, guys, yeah. you know, in high school, racing together, blah, blah, blah. So yep. they had moved down here, and then they kind of talked me into moving up to Vegas. And the yep. first thing I did when I moved to Vegas was got a de- I worked at this dealership that my buddy Bill worked at. Okay, you know? yeah. So that was they, a big step for you probably to move, that right? That was big. Yeah, dude. I mean, you, you how old were you? Culture you, shock. Uh, four, uh, 24. Yeah, so you're just 25. like, I'm leaving mom, I'm leaving brother, I'm, I'm leaving. Pretty I'm much, leaving Carson yeah. City, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 400, 500 miles away. Yeah. Right, So right. I'm like, yeah, it was culture shock right. for about six months, and then I uh, embraced Vegas, and yeah. I actually love Vegas yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is always so weird that, and well, now I know, I don't think I ever knew, but... I mean, you're a factory mechanic for Suzuki, and you live in Vegas, and it was always the weirdest thing. Like, how is he? F- now I know. Right. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, um, all right. So you get a d- job, a dealership. Yeah. So dealership, and then. And so when then, is Tommy? How did you? How do you meet Tommy? Yeah. Wow. So real quick, the, the we got into the the owner of the dealership what? wanted. What was it? I was just, did you ever go to the eighty five Vegas Pro National? I did. I, I was, was a one and only national. Yeah, I was okay. there. Right. Yep. 
I believe Lachine won the 125 class on a factory yeah. Honda. Yeah. It was Eddie Hicks' first ever pro race. It, w- it was. I huh? did that on big a story Yamaha, on it. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. RJ won, RJ, RJ won 250s. Dogger won 125s. I don't know who won 500s, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. it was a hot. It was hot. Right. And there was a one, like I said, a one, one time deal. Yep. But um, okay. so, so Mark, the owner of the dealership yep. and stuff, he wanted to get into everything. So he kind of even started his own clothing line, you know. Oh, okay. It was called. EP performs. It was oh, called, I thought that was Prim. Well, Greg bought it later oh. on. Oh, but it was actually started with this yes, guy. Yes, he okay. started with EP performs. Yeah. Um, he had why EP? EP standed for he he was kind of like this German guy. Okay. And he liked Edelweiss. He had a ski dealership already in town called Edelweiss, okay. which is a flower. It's like a German name yeah. for this flower, yeah. whatever. So he. He went EP Edelweiss Performance. Okay, so right. EP Flower Performance. Well, yeah, Edelweiss was the name of his whatever yeah, for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah, so yeah. then he called the first motorcycle dealership Edelweiss. Oh, okay. You know, so right. then he just kept with the theme of yeah. EP. So now, like growing up, so I'm in Canada growing up reading magazines. I see ads for EP. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. In sure. the magazines, right? So we went out and started getting riders to support the product, which oh, wow. was the clothing and. Yeah. And Bill, he was he headed up that deal. Bill ended up, you know, he would scout the country yep. and stuff and go oh, to some wow. different okay. races and stuff. And uh, he picked up Tommy, and we paid Tommy and gave Tommy clothing and stuff. Um, and then did Lyles wear it one time? Lyles did. Yeah. Was well, that Greg Prim? Was that Prim already, or was that? Still yeah, your guy? that was Prim. Okay. By, yeah, by yeah. then, Greg had bought it. Yeah. 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 So wow. Yeah, yeah. EP performance. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Oh, okay. So yeah. So Tommy was a privateer kid. Like he's a pretty good team green kid. Yeah, very good. Um, yeah. yeah. And uh, and so then he he became EP's rider. Yeah. So he became EP's rider, and then Greg sent uh, me and Tommy out in '87 in a uh, box van. Oh, Greg bought it by then. Greg bought EP by then. Yeah, he had okay. bought it by then. Okay. Greg, I think Greg acquired it probably '86. Yes. Yeah. I mean, did Mark, it sell? Did he make any money? Like no, Greg or the other guy? No. no okay. No, there it, it, there wasn't money. You know what? You they folded it up probably three years after. It afterwards. reminded me of gear stuff a little bit. Yeah. It reminded me a little bit well, of the gear stuff, he, which is John Ayers. He, he made it. Oh, he did? At one point in time, Ayers was making oh, some of our clothing. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. At one time. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, think about back then, too, trying to source gear and pants. Like It's not like now where you can just go to China and do build whatever you want. Dude, like, we, we, would, we went down to Cali in, in like the Southern California in like the uh, clothing district and would go to zipper companies yeah and we would source out zippers yeah. and you know different yeah. stuff and and try to make the clothing yeah. ourselves yeah try to get somebody to do bill it. would go out and find patterns because yeah. patterns were critical of how the shit fit sure you know? yeah of course yeah so yeah you kind of wow. had to go out and do it all yourself instead of just calling china and yeah saying, yeah and, and, yeah that's crazy so, so ykk a zipper company we'd go down and see ykk yeah. which is a zipper yeah company. zipper company right yeah. which is still still making zippers by yeah, the way yeah. yeah they're probably one of the number one zipper companies um but. So you're, yeah, you're obviously good at wrenching now, and you know a bike inside and out and all that. So what, so Tommy, what year is this? 87? 87. 87. Greg, we went out on the Nationals. Uh, box van. Here box you go. Box van, yeah. And now, now you're fully into it. Now you're. Oh, yeah. And, and 87, Tommy, I'm looking at his, his stats, fifth in 500 Nationals. Yeah. Dude, yeah. that's legit. It was legit. So that, that was the year it was uh, Stanton. Stanton really broke yep. up that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy was good in the 500s. Wasn't Fisher? Mike Fisher did really well Fisher that year. Fisher ended up beating Tommy out for top privateer. Yeah, 
Yeah, they they went back and forth as far as results. Uh, so you didn't do Supercross that year? You know, Tommy tried, but he got hurt right away. Okay. You know how Supercross yeah, can yeah. bite somebody. Right. Tommy is uh, really good outdoors. Supercross, he, he, right. he just didn't have Supercross tracks to practice on and all. You know how yeah, nowadays yeah, yeah. everybody oh, goes. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So I think he got injured right away, but we did go to some Supercrosses. You did, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, so you're – you got to be pretty like I mean I put myself as a first year mechanic and your guys getting fifth overall in final that's pretty legit like you got to be happy with that oh I was totally happy I mean Tommy was very good and and uh, EP went you know the, the deal you know worked together where I mean Tommy we went out we he won Mammoth um, on the in the two fifty class that year and uh, he I mean Tommy was legit yeah you know yeah. he he got injured just like all injuries but um yeah. Tommy. Nice guy, like good guy, like yeah. Guys, we yeah. had some good times <laughs> together. Yeah, yeah. I really, yeah. he he was a character. I enjoyed Tommy. Yeah, um, it was fun. Um, oh, that's good. So now, so now, with you driving a box van and getting paid, whatever, what, what were you getting paid? Do you remember? I don't know what you know, Greg. I I don't. Yeah, remember. who knows? Yeah. Um, but were you like, this is what I want to do? This is this is well, what I want to do. It's funny you ask because after that year with Tommy and him and I, you know, te- tag teamed it. I'm like. I don't think I can fucking drive this road. Again. Really? And oh, like, okay. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, uh, there was a year lapse, and then here I get this call in '90 to come to work with Buddy Antonez and Factory Suzuki. You know. Well, hold on. So that's '87. Okay. So what happens in '88, '89 then? Or you work for Tommy again in '88? Yeah, no? a little bit of '88, and then the end of '89 is when um, I, I think I went back to work at the dealership okay. at Edelweiss. Oh, okay. You know, yep. and so yeah, I think I worked for the dealership then, and then. And then, so the whole time you're saying hi to Pat Alexander, the races or whatever. Like yeah. He, now, Pat's team manager, right? He's exactly. Running so exactly. You said he remembers you from back in the day and everything. Yeah. So then, yep. in '90, at the end of '89, he calls you. Yeah, I got a call. Just out of the blue. Well, it's funny. So I, I'd go to Ponca City with EP back uh, in the EP okay. days, and I had met the Albrechts, you know, yep. um, and the old man Albrecht, uh, Jeremy's. Uh, dad yeah you know he flew me he helped fly me out to ponca to oh. work on his kids what, bikes. Year, what year was that that would have been probably 86 maybe oh okay oh so yeah. so you had an early gig with that that's right i forgot about this yeah part. it was yeah. part of the ep thing because we did you know aftermarket performance yep. stuff and then the clothing line we okay. kind of tried to do like a you know a yeah. full-on deal there so i went back and would be working with some of the amateur kids you know there yeah. and joel albrecht jeremy's brother was joel fast. was really was good, good on, right on 80s yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So dad would fly you out, and you would work for them for the week. Yeah, him and my buddy Saxton, Richard Saxton, was out there. So it was like a combined deal where Richard's dad. Oh, King and Richard Saxton. King was his Richard nickname. Saxton, <laughs> was his nickname, yeah. Right? Yeah, he's Mr. Mountain Bike Guy now. But so between uh, Saxton's dad and Albrecht's, they, fl- they got me out to Ponca, you know. Okay. And uh, so I worked on their bikes there. <laughs> oh, and, that's so uh, funny. Yeah, and so then the knew- Albrecht's told Buddy, you know, Berlitz was a really cool guy. So okay. Bud Man, you know, reached out to me, or his, oh. his dad did. Big, oh, okay. Big Bud did. He gave me this call. He goes, "Hey, would you be interested in working with Buddy?" Oh, so Suzuki didn't even really like. Well, then Suzuki okay. did. Yeah. So the two of them combined, and then I'm like, "Fuck, I hated that drive." <laughs> so I got down there, went and entered, you know, met with Pat and stuff, and I said, "Okay, I'm going to do this." You're going to do it. And, yeah. and for people who don't know, like Bud Man, I mean, he's James Stewart. He's Michael Essie. Yeah. Like, turning at the pro. Time. I mean, at the time. Yep. Like, he's, his, he's the next thing He's the next up. thing coming up. So this is a big this is a big deal for you. Yeah, it was sure. a big deal. Wow. Yeah. Um, do you remember what you got paid for the year? 1990? Uh, yeah, I do. It would have been like uh, 2000 a month. Okay. Yeah. 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 Not much. Not but, much. Um, Bud was good, though. 
right? The Bud first was year? good. He um, yeah. he won Pasadena. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I believe he won a couple events his first rookie year. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty good. Like I, I did a podcast with him a while ago, and it's so funny because it's so different from now. But here's this amateur prodigy, the next great rider, the next RJ or Wardy or whatever. And like Budman said, Suzuki's just like, okay, see you later. Like, you, here's your job, and you know, just whatever. Like, you, they're, they're not checking in on during the week. He he told a story about flying in a Unadilla and not knowing how to get to the track. He couldn't rent cars for a long time. Like, there was no coddling of this amateur kid. It was just there was none of that. And dude, Suzuki it was, just was probably eat, it, was, it was a swing, sink or swim. It pretty much was, and I think Suzuki might have. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, bashing Suzuki, yeah. but they were. Well, they were all doing that. They were probably the worst for where they didn't. Yeah. Their 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 um, organization wasn't really spot on. He's you know? 17, right? Yeah, he's 17. That one there, yeah, the one like, that he's talking about was probably his first national yeah. that he went back to Unadilla. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, you just think hey, he couldn't kid, rent a car even. Right. Right. He's 17. He's the next great rider. Let's help this kid make it easy for him. You know no. what I mean? You're on the road. You're 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 in a box fan. You think he'd be flying with Alexander? Right? Alexander would be holding. Yeah, his hand yeah. All here the way. you go, kid. And you know what I mean? But no, they didn't do that. No, they didn't do um, it. So 1990 Suzuki is infamous in a bit, in a way, because um, just for the size of the team. So the factory team was Denny Stevenson, <laughs> Michael Rocco, Guy uh, Cooper, Guy Cooper, Larry, Larry Ward, Ward, yep, Budman. Uh-huh. The hoop? Or was he gone? He might have been gone by then. I think he was gone, but they picked up I and I don't know exactly what year. I think that year and they picked up uh Buell. Buell? Okay. Jeremy yeah. Buell. Yeah, Jeremy Buell. Yeah. He I, was like I, I might even be missing guy. somebody, but yeah. yeah. So you had like I don't know, ten box fans at the race. God, like, there's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Did you get along with everybody? Like Don Stevenson, right? was uh Long Anchor there? Then not yet. Okay. He probably would have come a year or two after. Uh, who else is your other fellow mechanics? Oh, oh, Omera? Omera's there in 90? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I met, uh, I hung out Felt? with Felt for a while. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, he was So that really would have been cool. pretty cool. Felt, and then, um, and then, uh, Barnett's old mechanic. I'm drawing a blank. Jeff Clark. Jeff Clark. Good, Jeff Clark. Good, good, good yeah. call, yeah. yeah. So I hung out with Clarky and, and what, who'd he work for? He worked for Larry. Oh, okay. Him and Larry were good. They, they loved each other. Yeah, so Larry won Seattle that year. Was 90. it that year? Probably. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Him yeah. and Matasovich. Yeah. yeah. So, were you were you fully into the life then? You, now you were embracing a little bit. Now you were like, I like this. this is... uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it, yeah. It be it definitely consumed me, and I yeah. was yeah, I was all in. Yeah, yeah. Traveling, driving to the races. People Ugh. forget what a time that was. It was tough, but what was cool is when you had um, somebody you drove with. You know, like yeah. Scott Stoffer. Um, he he came and was Larry Ward's mechanic in I think ninety two. Okay, at Suzuki, but uh, or ninety one, ninety one. Uh, but uh. Yeah, if you had somebody to go with and, and you convoyed with some guys and you know had the CB radio and stuff, it made it way easier to yeah. get across the yeah. country. You know? um, good bikes, right? 125s were they good. They were good. Like, they were good back they then. Were good, Suzuki, yeah. Suzuki, 250s, not so good, but two, 125s were a good bike. Yeah, for they Suzuki. were good bikes, yeah. Um, oh, that's cool. So now you're into it. Yeah, I Bud loved Man. it. Yeah. yeah. And Budman was, him and I got along really. I love Budman, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you ended up working for him later, too. Yeah. Which is which a, sec- a second time. Right, a second time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, Heben was manager too, or no? Heben was that first year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was Hannah around still? He was part of. Uh, he was like the liaison, or yeah. or kind of like what Villapoto is with with Yamaha yeah, yeah, and yeah. what McGrath might be with Cowie or whatever. I think his last race was eighty nine. 
I think Hannah. so. Yeah, so yeah. he was still fresh out of race. Do, do you yeah. have any interaction with Bob? Very little. Yeah. He, you know, once in a while. I remember... Uh, He'd be like, oh, you're a stupid kid. He's no, he's yeah, he's he was gnarly. Um, I remember him showing up at because because Cooper was in contention for that oh, yes, championship. Right. Yeah. yeah, so Cooper kind of hit a lull there in midseason, and Suzuki, you know, recruited Hannah. He, he Hannah yeah. Hannah was getting paid by yeah, Suzuki, yeah, yep. so he talked because Hannah was such a sand rider, and he he talked. Uh, uh, Suzuki talked Hannah into going with Cooper and helping Cooper out at, at uh, Southwick, uh, Southwick yeah, that, okay. that one year. So yeah. I remember Hannah hanging out and being there, and he was really, you know, trying to to boost Cooper up and try to get him going, yeah, you know, yeah. for the sand race right, and, right. you know, to, to try to win this championship. And people forget, like, Coop, obviously Coop won the title, and, you know, he earned it and everything else, but LaRocca was pulling over for him because they dropped down because there's no 500s for Suzuki. So LaRocco was pulling over for him. I think Larry was pulling over for him. Mm-hmm. It helped quite a bit. It helped, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. There, there was some of that going yeah. on for sure. You know? um, and then, it, you know, and obviously Kurdowski had some issues. Uh, yeah. on a, on a, He was on Cowie? Was he on no, Honda? He was no, he was on Honda. Honda, guy, Honda the, second yeah. year after, the second year yeah. after your bike there. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, so yeah, your team wins a national championship your first year out, really. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, Cooper uh, was good. Um, was everybody cool? Did everybody get along? Everybody was... Like, you know, like what you had just mentioned before, you were kind of on your own. Yeah. Each box van was yep. that was the little teams, and then, yeah, you had to come together and 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 park with each other and work together there. But for the most part, during the week, yeah. you kind of did your own thing. Yeah, you, you know, yeah. so I, you got along the best you could. You know. So when I was driving, you know, we always had spots that you would stop at, friendly people's houses or you know dealerships or whatever <laughs> how did you find that uh, first year did you tag with somebody obviously maybe? like i Is said it, yeah. scott stoffer was factory cowie guy yep. then and then he came to suzuki the uh, the next year um scott took me under yeah. his wing you and know you guys and, just clicked yeah, yeah well i knew scott growing yep. up in upper in in reno uh, oh he's, when he, I, he's from there well he's from northern california oh okay i didn't i didn't know that so uh and bud man in 91 then the next year yeah two right yeah. and then and then they let him go that was yep. it. Two years. They let him go halfway. Well, once the one th- they went to five hundreds, yeah. he didn't have a ride. Really? Yeah. Because there's still one hundred nationals going there on. There was, there was, but that's when it's weird. His contract was weird. It ended yeah. in August because after, because after Loretta's, Ponca's City, whatever, yeah, yeah, Loretta's yeah, right, and Ponca's, right, right. exactly um, right. Like how weird. So you again, like you have this prodigy. He's won eighteen million amateur titles. Him and Jimmy Gaddis. And you give him a year and three quarters. Right. And then exactly. see you later, bud. Pretty and, much. And, and, I mean, he, he admits that he slacked in that second year. He didn't train. He didn't take it seriously. He needed to train more, which a lot of guys did back then. He had a few problems. But he won races. I mean, it's like. He ended up, um, his good friend, he, he might have mentioned in his podcast, got killed. Um, and that, that affected him, too. Who was that? Too. Um, he was a racer, too. Grafton? God. Yeah, that's exactly right. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, Grafton. I didn't know he was buddies with him. Oh, very oh, good. Oh, okay. They were together when... Uh, I don't know if Bud was in the car or what. Okay. I think they were together. They yeah. went. They they were they went out to like Glamis or were yeah, yeah. heading out there or something yeah. when that whole deal happened. Oh wow. Okay. So yeah. I mean, so things are going on, but again, these teams just give up on a kid. Like you've invested how much money into this kid, and now you're just letting him go. So, did you? Were you worried about your? Was you? Were you on a year to year deal with Suzuki? Yeah, I was year to year. So were you stressing? Oh yeah, a little yeah. bit. And they yeah. just told you, hey, don't bother to come to the. To the last few Ontario Nationals, like, uh, what right? did I do? I, I know I went to a couple of them. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. whether it be Just extra help, help or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jeez. and then and then uh, then they put me with Lusk the following year. Yeah, 
So ninety two so, lost Ezra comes in, turns pro. Yeah. Um how was that? That was a tough year. Was it? Yeah, I mean the kid him and I and I took him under my wing. We went right away, we'd mountain bike, you know, and I would try yep. to help him with uh with nutrition and stuff that I had learned along the way and yep. whatever. Yep. But his parents weren't having none of it. They weren't? No, no. They 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 thought I was a complete intruder, you know. Wow. But I was his mechanic. Yeah, know? yeah. Yeah, you're like, I, I'm trying to help this kid. If I if he does good, then I look good, absolutely, right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I try to explain that to them, you know. And and uh, the old, his dad was a, was a different guy. Yeah. A lot of was, problems later down the road with Yogi and his dad, for sure. Yeah. yeah I was yep. sad, I was yep. sad that right. that happened. But, uh, yeah, you could probably have seen the writing on the wall there. But um, but the funny thing was him and his, his dad and I had we, – we, we ended up the whole year together. But And then the following year he went – they got a different mechanic, which was fine for me because I, I. Oh, was that bad, huh? Was was yeah, Yogi was cool? Bad. Was Yogi good? Like you himself? know, Yogi was, was cool. He just... he just had his dad. His dad was a spokesman. His Yogi wouldn't say. Oh really? Say yeah, shit yeah, yeah, if he yeah. had a mouthful. Right, right, you know? right. Just one of those deals. Yeah, because again, he was a top he amateur was dude. Young. He was oh, fast. He was. Yeah, oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, ninety-two. I don't have Yogi doing the nationals though. I just have him getting fifth in East Coast Supercross. Um, or maybe he that's... got that bad, huh? Him and Swink had this epic battle up at up up, up at your old up at um Detroit. Oh, Pontiac. Yeah, yep. you know it was two days back then. Yep. You know, yep. so yeah. Oh, went... you know what? There must be something wrong with the with the racer X vault because yeah, he he ended up doing the the nationals. He did. He he had to been. Yeah, he did nationals. Uh, yeah. Actually, he started at Red Bud. Mm-hmm. He must have been hurt. Maybe. Um, he got third at Red Bud. His first ever. That's his first ever national. Oh, no, sorry. He did Gatorback. He got eighth at Gatorback in 92. Yeah, okay. That sounds right. Yeah, we did do Gator. Gator. And yep. then you got third at Red Bud, and then 20th, then 18th, then 10th, and that was it. So he must have been hurt a little bit for the nationals. He got 10th at Millville, and that was the end of the, the hmm. series. So, um, yeah, so you know what? Uh, I, I, I equated a little bit to I got the job with FMF Honda working for Danny Smith. Yeah, and he was like an up and coming rider. He wasn't on Yogi's caliber, but he was an up and coming amateur yeah. guy. And I started yeah. there, and they're like, "Hey, you're gonna work for Danny Smith." And I'm like, "Okay, this is it. Danny and I will go through the ranks, and I will we'll become Skip and Jeremy, and like you know what I mean. This is how it's gonna go. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna take this. You know what I mean? And I mean, yeah. and, and we ended up not working out. And at the end of the year, I got fired. But same thing with you. You're probably like, "Yeah, Yogi, let's do this. Like up and coming kid. He's the next guy." And then it turns into Absolutely. the situation where you're like, "Oh, yeah." So. Do you feel like you're still not going to be kept at Suzuki? Like when they, when when the when the parents, I mean, you must have been telling Pat, "Hey, I can't get the dad is crazy." Like all this stuff. Are you worried about your own gig? Yeah, I definitely was. Right. Matter of fact, I got you know pulled into the office with the with the the main Japanese guy of the okay. company's Tosh was Tosh, his name, yeah, yeah. and um, he would ask me about it, you know. But uh, no, they kept me for the yeah. following year. Um, they put me with Matasevich, you know. Okay. And then I, then I had interest in because we kind of talked and stuff, and we were friends at the race. Was uh, was Huffman in eighty? And, and I don't know if I'm going ahead of you. No, too yeah, far, yeah. But in in uh, ninety four, yeah. You know, because uh, ninety three Huffman came out and did, did some great things. Yeah, yeah. Was doing really good things. Um, and that's that Longacre takes over for Yogi. Yeah, I think right. Longacre yeah. they would have came over because yeah. I remember him being there. Yeah. Um, were you ever telling Suzuki, hey, look, I don't want to put that. Z- I don't want to put that printed seat cover. <laughs> on that bike yeah you would like to have you know <laughs> but nowadays i think people think it's cool yeah maybe you right know? um uh okay so chicken chicken long time cowie guy they let him go um he does 
Doesn't he win Troy that year? Or he wins a moto with Troy? Or something? Chicken that year? It was really random. On the Suzuki. On the Suzuki. Well, I know that was his great track as like Supercross. Yeah, yeah. I don't recall that. How, how did you like working for Chicken? I love. I, I ended. It ended up being amazing because we we went. We did some overseas races mm-hmm. before the series started. You yeah. Know? Yep. And he completely took me. You know, he, he was that the first time you'd done that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I'd done some overseas stuff with Budman. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Like Bercy. Yeah. You think? You, I think. You did, yeah, that, Bercy, Bercy. And then we did Barcelona. Barcelona was big back then too. Um. um okay. So Chicken just. Like so, he takes so you. So we in. did the Japan. We did some some early stuff, and yeah. So Chicken totally took care of me and was great to me, and was really good with my family. He loved little Jordan when she was a baby. He would always be just happy to see Jordan. And oh Jordan really? Would love oh cool. To see him because we were in the box van still back then. You know. Yep. So, yep. So, you know, my wife at the time, and then Jordan. You know, was just she was just a little baby. So yep. you know. My wife, Jordan, and then my dog would, you know, we'd jump in the box wow. van and go racing, you know. That, so you would bring the whole family on the road? Pretty much. Wow. Yeah. What was that like? Jeez, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. It was, you know, looking back at it, yeah. it was, yeah. you know, but it was fun. Yeah. It, you know, it was fun being able to take them to see some places yeah. and stuff. You um, know? And Chicken was kind of on the downside, but at this point he broke his femur, I think, the year before at Cowie, so he was coming off that. Uh 13th in Supercross and 10th in 250 Motocross for Chicken. Yeah, that's so, what it was. Yeah, here. Number 12, right? Yeah, number 12. Number 12. Yeah. yeah, it was sad because I remember the last race there again because they had 500s yeah. in and then he was done. So oh, he didn't make a 500. And they didn't put him to 125s. No. No, yeah. No, they, they pretty much were over him or whatever. <laughs> However that worked, you know. The 93 was an all new bike too, right? It had the one side yeah. shroud, big shrouds on it like yeah. covered the whole tank and everything. Yeah. Yeah, it was I mean, new. Um, were you getting cool parts from Suzuki around this time? Were you getting cool stuff? Yeah, like, it, it was cool as what Suzuki had. I mean, it was like <laughs> it wasn't factory Honda. No, 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 yeah. not quite factory Honda. I yeah. mean, you probably didn't have everything titanium and you know that stuff. But um, the factories worked with us quite a bit, yeah. so we got quite a bit of stuff. Would would they do cylinders for you and everything and all yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, we had cylinder head. Was Mitch doing design. it or I don't um, know. not no. at that point? No, not at. I do remember one time Chicken went out and got a motor built because he wasn't happy with what was with the going boy, on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that! How weird you, was that for you? Do you remember Steve Widler? There you go. Yeah, the Steve dentist. Steve Widler, yeah, yeah, the yeah. dentist. Yeah, he had Steve do a motor. For oh him. no way! Yeah, how does that work though? For it was weird. It was a juggling act, but somehow I think we ran it for a little bit or something, <laughs> if I recall. Like without Suzuki knowing. No. Um, you know, Ray would have known about it. They would have known about okay, it. Okay, right. I, I certainly wasn't going to lose my job no, over something like that. No, no. You know, so especially like back then, like I mean, yeah, you could. It's funny when you look at factory riders back then, like mid nineties, it starts changing. But like they have different tire contracts. Some of the factory riders they had different tire deals. Yep. Um, they had you guys would put the stickers on wherever you wanted to. Like, oh yeah. You, you just put stickers on. Like you're just like. Yeah, this week I'm going to put a bell right right here, and next oh, week I'm going to put like yeah, like it was. Yeah. you had freedom to do any of that. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't like um, uh, Marshall Plum was going to put his stickers on the same way I was going to no, put mine on. No, and yeah. so you would look at photos as me as a dorky fan of the sport. You'd look at photos and you'd be like, "Oh, Chicken's got you know extreme on his rear fender, and and yeah. and, and Bell Ray over here, and Swing's got this one." So <laughs> exactly. Uh, did you yeah. get, uh, speaking of uh, guys, uh, Marshall Plum uh, yeah. was there and. Yeah. Canadian guy worked for Rollerball back in the day. Yep. Um, won this championship with Coop. Mm-hmm. Uh, won a championship with Swink. Uh, good guy. Always got along with him. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. He was very. Uh, 
easy to get along. Yeah, with. yeah laid back. Just, just yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. Who else was the mechanics back then? Like Chicken Days, Long well, Acre. Yeah, like uh, you said, Long Acre came on. Yeah. Um, uh, Steinbrecher. Oh I, yeah, I, I, I pretty yeah. much hung out a lot. Yeah, with, uh, Pete or Paul with Paul. Okay, yeah, Paul was on the team. Was Pete at Honda? Then? Pete actually came on somewhere along the line too and worked for yeah. Boland. Okay, yeah. whatever year that yeah, time yeah, yeah, when yeah. Boland was on there was that ninety two? I think ninety two or three or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, forgot about that. Yeah, Boland was factory guy too. Maybe that would have. Maybe he was on on there in ninety. Maybe we're forgetting him. No, not 90. Oh, okay. It no. would have been 91, 92 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say, yeah. Um, yeah, Steinbrecher brothers. Both, uh, they went to Honda, or one of them went to Honda, worked for Henry. Yeah, Pete ended up going to, to Honda. Yeah. Right? He, he only did that one stint with Suzuki that one year, and then Paul came on. Yeah. Did you, were you trying to get jobs with Honda or Cowie or anybody else back then? Like, you were know, people, were, were I was content you? with Suzuki. Now, when Huffman, you know, went from Suzuki Cowie? to Cowie. Yep. They were they were going to take me along, or Huffman wanted to bring yeah. me along with me, and and I entertained going to Cowie, but but they never really got a hold of me till the last last minute, and I by that time I had already oh, okay. gave Roger a commitment that I was going to stay at Suzuki. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Racer X podcast with the great Tony Berluti, presented by Maxis, presented by Alpine Stars. Thanks for listening, man. It's a good time. Berluti's a good dude. Hey, I want to take this time to remind you about Race Tech, Race Tech Suspension and Motors, Ben Lemay. Malcolm Stewart won Montreal Supercross on Race Tech Suspension last year. They know what they're doing, folks, uh, over there. So if you want to get your suspension revalved or just serviced and you get your motor work done or get motor work modified, Pulp 19 is the code to save with those folks at uh, Race Tech uh, Suspension. So please check them out. Their seminars are going on real shortly as well. So uh, by the time you hear this, it may be gone. But check it out if you want to learn how to dive into suspension and make yourself some money and start yourself a brand new career in the industry. Race Tech can help you do that with uh, the ins and outs of suspension. Paul Thiebe will teach you what he knows. Yeah, pretty crazy, right? So thanks to those guys for having in Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Formula Helmet, love this thing. Absolutely amazing. If you're in the market for a high-end helmet, please check out the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. It's got the uh, Rion in it. It's got um, little tiny crush zone thingies in it. It's got uh, a removable liner. It's got ventilation up the wazoo. It is amazing. And I love it. And thanks to the Fly Racing guys. And Maxis and Alpine Stars, of course. All right, here's the rest of the podcast with Berlut. So, are you still on a year-to-year deal with Suzuki at this point? Yeah, like all, it was always kind of always year-to-year. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And you didn't really have much case of who, what rider you were going to get or anything. They just said, no. "Hey, you're going to get chicken. You're going to get yeah. exactly." Uh, yeah. So, '94, you work for Huffman. Uh, yep. He's now he's like Yogi and like Budman. He's the next kid. Yeah. Uh, wins two, two fifty one twenty five supercrosses, right? Championships. Is that all he won? Well, two, oh, well, he won the championship. championship yeah, that won two year. in a row. He right? won a lot of races. Yeah, yeah. I think he was good. He was good. Um, and is that? Do you now feel like you're getting to make yourself a little bit of a name with Huffman? Like oh, you're starting for sure. to now like become for sure. Yeah, people are looking at your work and being like, because you know, whenever the rider does well, that's when absolutely. Like, like, like no offense to Chicken, but when you're thirteenth and tenth, right? No one's really looking at your work. Yeah, you know. I, I mean, you'll get mechanics that think they're bigger than the sport. Yes, yes. me, but uh, my, my saying that I used to always say it's the rider that makes the mechanic. Yeah, yeah. it's not the no, mechanic that uh, makes the there's, rider. There's there's been a f- more than a few mechanics over the years that thought they made the ride. I'd like to think that was the case, but <laughs> I, I I'm going to tell you it's not. It's the rider makes the mechanic for sure. God, some of these guys are just like rock stars, oh, right? aren't they? Though? And you're just like, really, guy? Like you just happen to get put with that guy? Yeah. Like I, like you know that, like, 
Like, I would know the backstory of how that guy got the job. And he didn't get the job from being a great mechanic. He literally just got put with that guy. Yeah. And then that guy's having a breakout year. For the most part. Right. Exactly. And, and then you're like, oh, yeah, guy. Yeah. And then now he's Hollywood. Right, right, right. <laughs> There's definitely gone to more than a few guys. I heard one mechanic was more interested in suntanning himself than actually working on the bike. Well, that would have been back when I first started. Um, yeah. Chris Hines, that was like, well, he was Schultz mechanic, but he was factory Honda yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and even, even, he been they say they'd pull the motor out sit it on the bench and then go hang out at the pool and then come back throw the motor in and then <laughs> so it looked like they had done something i'm not kidding I've, i don't think that's true Do you no think that's true? oh for sure no i heard it from good resources oh, okay. but like heinz was uh haynes chris haynes yeah. he was tanned you know <laughs> He, but I think that was towards the end. You right. know, they were they knew they were going to probably right. Well, Dogger was saying that he was more interested, or he was a big, he was a party guy too, and so he got Dogger into it a little bit. Oh, no yeah, yeah. Oh shit. But um, anyways, um, okay, so Huffman's there, but Dad's a bit of an issue, right, with Damon? Dad was gnarly. Um, Dad was gnarly. It wasn't quite to the point of Lusk because nope. his dad. I mean, Lusk's dad was at every race. Okay. His mom and dad yeah. were there. You know. Yeah. Um, uh, but but uh, Dave would only go once in a while, and I and I had a good rapport with Did you? Dave. Okay, yeah. I mean, I heard he was know, bat hard on on Damon. Over oh, he yeah. was hard on yeah. Damon. I yeah. mean, I I mean, you know, another time. But th- th- we, there's a couple of Damon stories that were gnarly, but they would give it back to each other. Oh, okay. He he yep. knew he knew how to 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 raise Damon and yep. to to or raise him. I mean, to get to get the best result yep. from him. Yep. He would down, you know. He would kind of badger him or okay. whatever the, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. But yeah. it pissed Damon off enough that right. when he did good, then Damon would just give it back to him after he did good. Dude, as much as he, oh, Leroy's at the team this this point, right? Leroy I gets think hired. He came, yeah. in, uh, he came in ninety three, ninety four. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, as much as Damon won, he won two one twenty five Supercross championships, and he probably won I don't know five or six outdoors. Uh, you know, in his time, nationals, uh, nationals. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he won one two fifty supercross for Cowie Atlanta. Then he broke his leg the next day, I guess, or two days later. As much as he won, he should have won maybe more. He was a great rider. Like, he was really w- good as a kid. Like when he was coming up, like a lot of people are like, "Man, that that kid is going like to be a natural." Right, right. Yeah, he was good. Um, so he's there for ninety four, ninety five, mm-hmm. and then he leaves the Cowie. 96? He was there ninety three. He came on with the factory ninety three, yeah. okay. ninety four, ninety five, and then he went. Yeah, went to Cowie in ninety six. Ninety six. Yeah. That's no, right. I think he was there in '90s. I think he was there. He wasn't at Suzuki in '96. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. I'm gonna look this up right now. That's fine. <laughs> um, because I thought I remember it was '97 um, that he he went there. Um, hold on. Great podcast, by the way. Yeah, it's great pod- podcast. Uh, You're doing a good job, Steve. I like it. You're right, brother. '96, he goes to Cali. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, my bad. Um, so you. 90, when does Roger come to Suzuki? He came at the end. Uh, he came like 94 when, when Albie came. Oh, okay. Whatever Albie's first year was, that was the year Roger I think came. 95. Albie's first year was 95. Was it? Yeah. Okay, so, so 95. How was that dynamic? I think you're so, right. So 95. Suzuki hires Ro- yeah. Suzuki brings in Albie, three-time world champion. Mm-hmm. Um Bring it over. Roger leaves Honda. Well, Roger left Honda, I think, a year before or whatever. And yeah, was kind of a few pr- years. Promoting races or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, he actually helped do that team with DeMario. Yeah, the Pepsi. Him, Pepsi him and Volan. I think yeah. Volan was on. Do you remember? Yeah, that Pepsi yeah, team. Yeah, Pepsi Honda. Yeah. Um, so how was that? Was that, like, you guys were, again, Suzuki didn't have the greatest bikes, but they were still had some good riders, but a lot of times they'd get poached to other teams. Did Roger help the team? Did Roger 
Oh, yeah. I mean, At the end of the day, Roger helped the team because yeah. he was gnarly. He didn't give a shit pissing the Japanese off or pissing anybody off. Really? Did you notice that? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. could see it. Yep. And uh, he would he would do whatever it takes to, 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 to get – the uh our bikes up to speed and so you so you knew the bikes weren't quite as good as they needed to be oh then, yeah yeah roger yeah fought fought for it all the time yep. i mean roger roger has got thick skin he did he's not he didn't like i said he didn't care about pissing the japanese off yeah he is act like he didn't care about his job because he's going to piss him off regardless yeah because he well, cause he's, i'm roger DeCoster. He's got, i'm roger DeCoster, right, right. Uh, and yeah. you're not so yeah, and you're not and you're not yeah, so exactly. um so it helped in in the in, in, oh, absolutely. in, in the grand scheme of things absolutely. 95 he comes on oh yeah um and then i guess for for you you're still in the road and box fan so you're only seeing him on the on race weekends where he would stop by and be like how's it going or whatever right i mean or was, was this like yeah a, are you uh, checking in daily with a guy like like is that no where, i never no. had to roger wasn't that way which right. was good yeah. um we were supposed to check in daily to Suzuki. Whoever, oh, you were? Whoever it was. Yeah, okay. that was kind of in the contract or whatever. But, um, you know, Ray Tetherton was actually... Buzzard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was... He he actually was the... Roger was the liaison, was the main guy, but, yeah. but Buzz... Buzzard is holding Buzz, things down. Yeah, Buzz yeah. was a catalyst at that time, you know. So when you would have to check in, would you really have to do that or no? No, like I said, not often. No. If they checked in with you, you better get a hold of them. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. This is before I yeah. probably had a cell phone. Right. So how would you? How would you get buzzer? We had beepers. You had pagers. Okay. Pagers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so you, buzzer would just say, "Hey, whatever." And yeah, give me a call. Ring me. You know, whatever. Yeah. So I'd have to call him, and he would talk to me about certain parts that yeah, came from Japan right, that they were right. going to send to the yeah, what hotel you're at hotel or, whatever. or whatever. Right, whatever, right, yeah. right. This is how the things. This is how things went. Yeah. Went, right back in the day. Yeah. Um. So you got along with Damon Huffman. Oh um, uh, yeah, yeah, very well. Worked, worked really well. You guys yeah. had really good success together. Yep. So, wh- when did Cowie? Why did Cowie wait so long to get hold of you to, to come over? Because they didn't. They didn't. They had their plan of keeping their own people in house. Okay. Which it seems like that happens even now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, and then they got a hold of me at the last moment. Uh, I got a call from Turner, and I said, "Well." You know, at this point in time, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm over it. I already gave a commitment yeah. to Roger. You know, and I felt bad for Damon. You know, yeah, yeah, really, so, right? Like, so they, I know the guy they put him with didn't really work out. <laughs> no, no. Um, so it was '96, the first year of the semi. Yes, the uh, actually was it was it '95, mid '95, mid '95 semi. Truck yeah, life comes. Yeah, let me think. Ninety was I with Huffy? Who was it? Oh, I was with Dobb. Would that have been 95, I think? No, 96 was Dobb. Okay, 96. So yeah. it would have been... Wait, Dobb was a full factory guy? Well, we helped him for Supercross. Oh, okay. We picked him up because I was supposed Decker. to be Decker's mechanic. Ah, okay. So, 90, so 95, Hoffman, 96. That's Thompson. right, 95. So nine, it would have been the middle of 96 that the we got our comes. semi-truck. Okay, so the, you're working for Decker in 96, beginning 96. I never even worked with him, but yeah, I was supposed to. Oh, have. okay. Were yeah. you there when he crashed or no? So, uh, that would have been the year before. Oh, 95. He crashes, breaks yeah, his back. Yeah, Vegas. And then he in practice. And then he never, he never, pra- he never. They still had 96? him in contract. Okay. Yeah, he never. I never worked with him. And so, what'd you do in '96? Uh, well, they picked Dob up for Supercross. Yeah. So I worked with him. And then, what did I do outdoors? Either I was out there helping, or I, I think I might have been out. They just had me on for helping, or just somewhere. whatever. Yeah. Um. Oh, and I think. Shit. When did? When did? When did? Uh. It might have. Oh, okay. Not, 
either 95 or 96. I, I, I might have been 95, but I, I ended up having to work for Yogi again because oh, you did. Long Anchor blew his hand up or okay. something. So, yeah, yeah. so Yogi came back around, and I worked with him, and I had to forget exactly what year. It would have been 95 or 96. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, 95 you would have worked with Huffman. So, so you, I worked. You, you, excuse me. Yeah, you're right. So, so it would have been 96. 96. Huffy, uh, Yogi was 34 on a Suzuki. That's he, he exactly won, right. He won Southwick. He won a moto at Southwick, I that's think, that exa- year. Yeah, that's exactly. I, I actually worked with 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 right. him during that. I, I worked with him about five races. Okay, because uh, long yeah, long it so, hurt his hand. So they kept me busy in '06 so, or '96. Switching to '06, yeah. Uh, switching to the semi, that's a big change. Holy Cowie shit! Cowie brought their rig in '92. I think was their year, first year for Cowie. Um, and Yamaha, and then Yamaha they yeah. followed after that. Right and Honda afterwards. was the last guys to, to to do it. Yeah. Um, what was that like? Wow, Getting you know, you road. talk about, well, I kind of liked the flying part. That part was cool, but, dude, that year, you talk about, okay, uh, I, I don't know how the Yamaha team does it with how many guys are in that semi. They only got one semi, right? Yeah. The 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 Rockstar Yamaha team, or the uh, Monster Yamaha team. Well, they got Barsha and Plessinger. No, not uh, the, the 250 team. Oh, Star. Star. Yeah. How many freaking riders are in that? Yeah. Well, How many riders yeah. has Mitch had always in one yeah, semi? Yeah, yeah, four or five, right? Yeah. Well, the one year, that year when we first got that semi, 95. we had six. No, you said okay. uh, six. No, you said yeah, six. Yeah. Went through six, yeah. Yeah. So we yeah, had freaking LaRocco, Red Dog. I mean, we had so many people in that semi, dude, and so many bikes in that thing. I don't know how those guys yeah. did it, man. Did, did you enjoy getting off the road, though, and going home during the week? Yeah, or? I did do. I did. So you're, you're living in Vegas. Yeah. Suzuki's in Chino. Yeah. Brea, whatever. Um, how do they work that out with you? Um, when they needed me, I had to go down there. Yeah. 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 Were you fighting that or were you fine with, I mean, because you had, you had to, if you want to keep your job, that was it, right? Well, they, yeah. At one point in time, they tried to make me move down there. Oh, they did. And I refused to do that. And even though I, I mean, your kids are in school, like you can't, that's a, that's a big ask. Well, even though they were, I refused, they, they were cool, but then they took away some per diem and they took some stuff away from me, but they still let me live in Vegas. Okay. All right. And that was kind of the deal throughout the last few years. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 They took away, they took away some of the perks that I I had when I was in the box. Yeah. 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 Um, so ninety six, you work for Dobbin Supercross. He does pretty well. Um, Shit, he he should have won that thing, but Wyndham got Wyndham hurt. got hurt. Yeah, and he should have won that thing, but Dobb just didn't rise. And our bikes weren't the best, right? Yeah. But Red Dog said it, the rings would just catch the exhaust port every like every so often, like all the time. Like he's just like all the time. <laughs> well, to get power out of him, we had to freaking make a big exhaust port and stuff. And yeah, it was the, the things. We tried, you know, to yeah. do the best we could to make yep. him faster. You know? Um, this is also the year you you guys went back to conventional forks. For a while, Huffy did in '95. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You had the you had the big long number plate on there with, yeah. the, with the with the forks, and then '96 that was production. Yeah, yep. Um, so '96 that's what you do. So then you work for Yogi a little bit and kind of float. '97 comes, McGrath. Deshaun. Well, McGrath comes on the team. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did you have any idea that was coming? No, not till the last yeah. last last right. second. Yeah. You know? Um. So you're working with Pashan. Yeah, I ended up working with Pashan. Number twelve, I think. Pishon was number... 14, 12? I don't no, know. No, he was 12. Uh, he was 16. Oh, okay. We were 16, 16. I believe. 16. Yeah. So, did you know him at all or no? Didn't know him. He Dude, was coming I, from Mitch. Now you got another crazy dad. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that was <laughs> that. I mean, Mikhail's dad was insane by all accounts. Uh, heard stories of him walking down the freeway from Mitch's house when Mitch's shop walking on the ninety one or something. <laughs> right, right, Some right. crazy wacky yeah. shit. His dad was. His dad had an eye on the tie, eye on the prize or whatever, knew something, but he was definitely a different cat. Uh, sure. Did you get along with him, or was it, was it okay? Or you know what, Mikhail was the spokesman, but yep. his dad behind the scene was the, was would would, would prompt mm-hmm. Mikhail, and yeah. his dad was very kind of quiet but sneaky. But yeah, behind, yeah, yeah, right. it, was, it was a trip. He was always probably watching you, but not saying anything. Exactly. Always, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was almost trippy. Um, so you have Larocco, Larocco's dad, MC. Was there. The yeah. Rocco's dad. Did you get along with him? Yeah, I did. Okay, he didn't. Like, apparently, Big Mike was hard to work with for management. Yeah, for a lot with <laughs> yeah, management because yeah. he wanted the best for his kid yeah. and he was going to fight for whatever. Right. You know? So you had Larocco, you had Jeremy, yep. uh, you had Pashawn. Skip came. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Red Dog. Yeah. Ninety six. Um, Hoffman <laughs> was was Ramsey there? Or not? Hoffman? I think was, so. Like, I think Ramsey, Ramsey did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full team. Oh god. Full full team. Oh, it was nuts. Um, at some point, Larocco quits the week for the weekend he doesn't show up for a weekend i heard roger set him down or set him out said okay then you can sit out or something yeah because he wasn't jeremy had forks that the rocco couldn't get or something yeah, right? yeah yeah so was there do you remember that being tension oh big time yeah big time, big time tension. oh yeah oh man la rocco was not happy right right because yeah, jeremy big, was big getting mike. parts that mike wasn't yeah he didn't like that right that didn't go over well and roger was probably telling him to pound sand <laughs> Being Roger, <laughs> you know, the, he did the best he could, but I mean, w- you're only given so much stuff or whatever. Yeah. I mean, the Japanese, you know, the man, the the factory, th- there was always like piecemeal handout parts. It's not. It's See, not, wasn't like that at Yamaha for me. Really? No, KTM was like that. Like Langston got stuff that other guys didn't, mm-hmm. but Langston was far outperforming our other guys. So we got, I got, I got that. Like, sure. like Langston was winning races. Sure. Our other guys were struggling at top five. Right. At Yamaha, though, Reed, Philemon, Ferry, all three great guys, fast guys, we didn't do that at Yamaha. I think like, Yamaha was good with that. that yeah. it, 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 if, one, it, if nobody gets it, if, right. one guy, if only one guy gets it, nobody, nobody gets it. Nobody gets it. And until, that's how, yeah. until we get enough in, right? Yes, yeah. That, yeah that's, how sure. that, that's how that worked. That's probably and, how it should be. And Chad was better than those two other, two other guys, but they still were pretty fair about that stuff. Wow. Like Because we would test something that would work, and Chad would be like, I want that. Yeah. And they're like, no, we don't have enough. You can't have that right now. You can have it in a couple of weeks. Can't yeah, have it right now. Exactly. You know. So yeah, that, but that Suzuki was, didn't work like that. No, nah, <laughs> that puts you in a tough spot, and I'm sure it put t- Roger in a tough spot. It put you know Big right. Mike in a t- yeah. It was a it was it wasn't a good deal. Uh, I don't think this is um, betraying um, anything because Jeremy wrote about it in his book and he's talked about it. Why it didn't work out as as Jeremy's mechanic? Did you were you getting a sense of that? Were you like yeah, I was really saddened by it because yeah. um, he had, you know, probably the best rider in the world, right? Yeah, at yeah. the time, right. Um, now he he'd worked at Factory Honda, he'd worked at Factory Cowie, so he had a lot of experience. Who? Why? Would that been? Yeah, afterwards. Yeah, afterwards. Yeah, he went to them yeah. afterwards, right? He, no, before. Was it? Yeah, because so. that's right. Because he worked for Stanton, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so. So yeah, I sensed it and saw it because you could see the effort he was putting in. Yeah, and the effort that he was putting in for McGrath, he was in love and he was whatever his deal was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I, you know, and I right. don't, and I don't mean to bash White because yeah. I, I liked White, right. I got along with yeah. him, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna just state the obvious and tell you what I saw. Yeah, and I thought it was terrible. Right, you know, here the best rider in the world and 
and the effort on on Wyatt's part wasn't there, yeah. and and I don't think Wyatt got along with Big Mike, and he get along with 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 Roger. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. kind of wanted to beat to his own drum. Yeah, yeah. Because he was kind of like it that. was, and also too, it was a weird deal where it was McGrath Racing. He had different graphics than you guys. Yeah, he like had it, the one eight hundred. Right. Yeah. yeah, and you guys were. It was it was a weird deal. It was weird. Um. So how did Prashan do this? He broke his leg, right? First first race. Yeah. At uh, Coliseum. Um, I think it was uh, – p- 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 I think it was Coliseum, wasn't it? Okay, maybe you're right. Yeah, Coliseum, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, broke his leg. Broke his leg. And then that was it. And that's that was a race that that uh, Albie won. Oh, okay, yeah. Was that it? Okay. I think so. Either Albie or Tortelli. Maybe Tortelli was 98. Tortelli won in the mud that time where it was kind of muddy. Yeah, yeah, Albie won. Right, no, Albie won. Albie yeah. won, yeah, and I come back, you know, I'm like, what, Albie won? <laughs> You're like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so what did you? Then he came back for the nationals, the right? Nationals, Pichon? and he was doing really well. Yeah, yeah. It, it, good guy to work for. Like, yeah. As far as oh, I mean, it was good guy. Picky? How? Which way? Well, picky. He was picky. Oh, he was. It, well, you, like typical French, and I say that, and then there again, I'm not being disrespectful, but it's just it is what it is. It's like. You didn't know who you were going to get that week. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I mean, on a given day, the guy was fucking amazing. And then the next week, you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) What happened to last week? Yeah. Bikes weren't that good either then, Suzuki. Um, Let's talk about Roger a little bit. One of the things you've told me over the years was like, okay, like Roger's, there's definitely a little bit of a front runner with Roger, and I've seen it myself. Like when you're doing good, he's there for you, and he's the guy behind you. But when you're not doing so good, he walks away from you. He doesn't – I always feel like you should – help the, the weakest link on the team because the other guys are they don't need your help you should help the weaker guys and i don't know if roger's always been that way and and, and that's being honest I, if i know from people who worked with him i know from uh working with him a little bit uh this nation stuff that kind of stuff um timmy you know was a rider for many years and, and so I, I think i've got a good handle on that but one of the things he, he's really good machine shop huh he was really good at making things. Like yeah, he was, he like loved he, like it. He had a little like he was a, hands on, right? Like, like he was. Hey, I'm gonna make a whatever, a, a chain adjuster or something, whatever. But as a kid, he he worked in a machine shop. Yeah, at, yeah. When, when he was ra- when he started racing, and his dad didn't know he was racing, and he was kind of doing it on his own yeah. until his dad reads about it in the newspaper that oh, my son's <laughs> racing. Roger, yeah, he worked. At, he was a machine. He worked yeah. at a machine shop at yeah. a young at a young man. You know. Um. So what was he like as a manager? Was he was he good at this point was he was he okay or what, what, what? there again i i think uh like i said it was good that ray was there because ray yeah. you know did a lot of the stuff that roger didn't care about because yeah, roger yeah. was hands-on he like you said he wanted to he he liked to work with his hands he didn't like the paperwork and yeah, the bullshit yeah. which <laughs> and and ray ray did did a really good job with that where um but so with the riders roger was good with and with me- the mechanics i mean for the most part but but i'd say you're accurate yeah. about you know he I mean there's stories where if you're not doing well he's not even talking to you yeah on the team yeah I've heard that from riders directly like he's not even acknowledging your existence yeah I mean <laughs> like I said I'd say that's somewhat accurate right you know? right yeah um okay so Pishon 98 uh 99 Pishon again no, no. He went to Honda. He went to Honda 99. for 99. That's right. And then he got sent home early. <laughs> yeah, They just early. sent him home early. Yeah. yeah. At 99, Pichon, as an aside, that was the year I was working for Red Dog at, at Nolene. And I can't tell you how many races Pichon, Timmy would catch Pichon at the end of the race because he was fucking exhausted. 
he was barely trying out there. And I'm like, yes, another weekend where yeah. Pichon's barely trying. Yeah. Like, he just didn't want to be there, I don't yeah. think. Yeah. So, okay. That was another deal that, that he wanted me to go with him to Honda. Oh, he did? Yeah. I mean, we got to – because I did some overseas races with yep. him and stuff. Yeah. The guy took care of me, like, when really, I went yeah. to his home, yep. like, in, in, in Le Mans, um, Le Mans, whatever. Right. Um, right. Uh, he treated me like a brother. Oh, good. Yeah. You know, sent yeah. me off on the air, on the uh, on a train to the airport and just made sure I had yeah, everything yeah, yeah. I needed. Right. You know? Which is for riders aren't that's not that's common not that's common um, sense for you guys like me and you, but for riders it's not always common sense. No, no, no not common. Um, but so he treated me really well. He treated me way better when we were over there than when he was here. It's almost like there was a sense that you know it was him against the world over here. Yeah, but yeah, when yeah. he was in his home country, he yeah. was more. Um, did he win Glen Helen? He did win Glen Helen. With you? Yeah. yeah. Five one or one five or something. Something like that. I can't you see, Berlue, you're so modest. Like here I am, I'm yelling and screaming about Summer Cross and High Point two thousand. <laughs> and you're this I'm missing wins and you're not even mentioning it. Well, I wasn't even thinking about it, but yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. Was, that was a really he won Glen Helen. That was a for great Sean. that was a great and fun win. Right. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I mean, because there's a lot that went into that stuff. You know, there's a lot of you know back part yeah, of that yeah. story that you know that I know about that made it even you know better. But it was it was a good win, right? Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah, yeah. and uh, at at some point, this Jeremy thing's not working out. Are things getting weird or no? With Jeremy, and all yeah, that, it like, did. You know, because they brought Skip, Skip in, came you know? in. Wyatt got let go. Skip comes in mm-hmm. a little bit, but. I think Jeremy mailed it in that summer pretty, he pretty hard. I yeah. think so, yeah. I don't think it was – I think he was like, I can't win on this bike. Yeah. So. You know, the one thing I'm going to say that blows, completely blows yeah. me away about Jeremy is in in the press, whatever you want to call it, nobody talks about the year that he destroyed everybody in the Nationals. 250 Nationals yeah. on a factory Honda. Yeah. The guy was – I mean, there was times where he would win – yeah. You know, by 20 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, mean, I, I was there, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, and then he would have won a 97 again had he not pulled out of Washougal when he was like 10th. Exactly. He just off the track. Exactly. And Emig beat him at Steel City, but he would have won again even with a, a, a bad, bad foot or whatever at Millville. Exactly. So he would have been a two-time national exactly. champion. Um, so, okay, so 99. 99. Are you still hell? just one year at Suzuki every year? you got to wait for Buzzard to tell you you're coming back? Pretty much. It's it's Jeez. year it's year to year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Oh, I went to I went to work with my boy Robbie. Yeah. Oh, was that ninety nine Robert yeah. Hard? Yeah. Ninety eight, ninety nine? Uh, um ninety nine two thousand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ninety eight, who are you working for? That would have been Pashan. Oh, ninety eight Pashan. Yeah. Okay, so ninety nine, yeah. two thousand Robbie. Yeah. Um yeah. one of your all time favorite dudes. Yeah. He was like my he ended up being like my brother. Um the, arm good, pump. the, the good brother. Arm pump. That's all I remember <laughs> oh from Ro- Robbie. Arm pump. He would get out front. Or be near the front, not maybe not leading, but and then he would just drop anchor. God dang. He was bigger, too. I don't think he was in great shape, you know, like he needed to be. You know what's funny? He trained a lot. Did he? He really did. He yeah. was serious. He was always cycled. He always trained. I, I just think it was more mental. Yeah, with yeah, him. yeah, yeah. You know, he, yeah. he'd see mental uh, doctors and stuff. I mean... Robbie trained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. he ate well. He yep. was well. Sometimes he'd eat well. <laughs> On his Sundays, he would he would love his chili fries at at uh, at uh, Outback or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But right. um, but uh, no, he trained. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, never won any races, I don't think, with you. But certainly put in some good results. God, he had some good results. Um, when you're at Southwick, he was. Come from Wade, but he on, on the ground in the start, and I think he ended up second or third or something. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, great ride. Yep. Yeah, um, we got along with him good. Got along with Dad too. Yeah, got along with the whole family. Yeah, yeah I liked him. Uh, ninety nine, he got uh, ninth in two fifty motocross, tenth in two fifty supercross, 
sixth in 250 motocross in 2000, and then 20th in supercross and got hurt. Mm. Um, he had shoulders. Yeah, always shoulders. his shoulders would go out. Like he'd be going in the whoops, and his his, <sighs> his shoulder would come out of socket. Oh. he'd come in, and somehow he'd go back out there. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Which probably wasn't a good idea. But, right, right. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so Renard in 2000, and then Larry's back on the team at this point. I think he was. Right, Larry yeah, came he back. was. He was. Per- Perlute, you were there so long. And he won Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he won Tampa. Uh, um, Tampa, yeah. Uh, yeah, you were there so long that guys were coming back for second tours. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's when you know it's time to hang it up. You're just like, oh, God. Uh, Budman came back. Budman came um, back. Who'd you work for in 2001? Uh, Roderick Dane. Oh, okay. I had yeah. a really good year with him. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, he was he was a good rider. He was solid. He, he had some good results. We had him at KTM in 2000. Outdoors. In yeah. 2000, he was on our team at uh-huh. KTM, and we were like, who is this kid? Like, literally knew nothing about him, and all of a sudden, the first day at the Supercross track, he was our best guy. Really? And we're like, oh, oh, he's good. Like, this dude's good, you know? And then <laughs> yeah. uh, he ran up front a little bit. Yeah. Roger would have wanted him, I guess. Yeah. Um, Good dude? Good guy? Yeah, he was actually yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, he was. He, he we got. He was quiet, right? He was very. He was quiet. quiet. Yeah, like he was I, really quiet. I, I, all I remember, he was quiet. He was a nice dude, and then I remember he had the ultimate freak out. Uh, he was running. I, I don't think he was leading, but he was. Ta- I think he was. Ta- yeah, he was out front, dude. Was he? I'm almost sure he was. He had. It was almost like Osborne. Was, at, at Buds. Yeah, Buds. Um, so then we had an electrical issue with the bike. Uh, I wasn't his mechanic, but Is that what it there was, was something going on electrical, and he yeah. lost it back of the truck, dude. Did he? Like, he lost it. And I'm like, okay, look, bro. Like, I know you pissed off, but you can't do what you're doing right now. You can't throw tools and helmets and anything that you see. You cannot throw that. Like, calm down. But I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, because we had a little power valve problem once oh, okay. in a while, and on his practice bike, his the power valve, and, he, and I remember him losing it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, Roderick, you're cool, but dude, I get it. You're upset, but... <laughs> That's funny you mentioned that he yeah uh, he did he, he could lose it you can't sure. go Hulkamania here Roderick <laughs> like seriously you just can't lose it so oh, uh, that was oh one oh one oh two Budman oh two Budman Budman comes back yeah. around from Arena Cross yeah and yep. you end up working for Budman he has a good year like a decent year Supercross he rode well yeah yeah yep. and I forget how outdoors went um, we have problems I think and this is uh, are you ever are you ever upset at this time in Suzuki that you're not getting Okay, who'd you work for in 03? Lolo's? Uh, Tortelli. Tortelli. They brought Tortelli on. Okay, that's on, right. Yeah. They brought Tortelli on. Um, are you ever having a say in any kind of rider you're working for or no? Like Roger's just like, You hey. know, I, I could I might throw something out there or yep. say something or just or make a comment uh, about a rider, a compliment, whatever, about like Tortelli saying, you know, I w- like there are times I'd tell Roger, I go, RD, you need to get Tortelli. Yeah. Tortelli's badass. Yeah. And then somehow Roger maybe saw that I had interest in him, and okay. then when they brought him on, then he put me on okay. with him. Maybe right. maybe something that's like that. right, something right, like that right. happened. Yeah. Um, and he never, Sebastian never like did as well in Suzuki as he did at the Honda. But um, he was always hurt. Got yeah. hurt a lot. Yeah. yeah. Good guy though. Great guy. Great guy. And yeah. boy, did he work hard. Yeah. He right. Hard. Like Suzuki, Suzuki Supercross never came easy to him, but you know he did what he could do. God, he was good outdoors. I think he, him and him and uh. Uh, well, you and I had a battle. Did we? Tortelli, Ferry, Glenn Helen that year. Oh, three. It was on. It was for the final spot on the podium. No shit. And Timmy got him, but Tortelli <laughs> was coming. And I'm like, hey, we got a problem Like on the radio. Oh, uh, Tortelli come, was good comes, at the end, wasn't here he? Here comes Seb, and Timmy looks a little winded. <laughs> 
Yeah, so. but no, um, uh, Fonseca and him had some epic battles. Those were the two guys were on they? two strokes. Yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. was on four strokes. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That would have been because you guys went to those world rounds. We were at those world rounds together. I think in yeah. 04, Yeah. So you worked for Tortelli in oh three and oh four. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh three, we went to the world rounds. Oh three, oh four, oh five. I think. Oh okay. Because we because oh five was our first year on the four fifty. Yeah. But so, he was he was busted up so much that in between I worked with Roncada. Yeah, they uh, threw me in there like his Roncada. Yeah, yeah, came in. You know, Roncada had some good rides too. Good rides. Yeah. One year, Bud's Creek. Him and him and that's uh, the year the Timmy won the first moto. Oh, that's right. And then yeah, you that, didn't. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, no, Kim, he crashed. Red Dog crashed. No, my bike didn't break. No, I didn't say that. But right. for whatever reason, I remember flames or something coming out of the back of your exhaust. Yeah, my exhaust blew apart. But uh, that was a GYTR, not my fault. <laughs> no, I wasn't blaming. I'm just saying. Um, I just remember flames or right, something. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, so yeah, you would basically fill in whenever, right, with different guys. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, when does Ricky come there? Ricky comes there in '05, right? Yeah. 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 Did you know it was coming? Did you? Did they? Did Roger? Yeah, because he had the perfect season in on that th- that CRF 450 yeah. in '94 yeah. after '04. Oh, '04 af- yeah. after did, after didn't ride Supercross. Yep. Did you know it was coming? Like early on. Yeah, you heard grumblings, yeah. and then RD was pushing and got you know pushed hard, and yeah. I don't, I think something might have happened between him and Honda too a little bit. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, I don't know, I, but I mean, so that was the first year of the four stroke, right? He yeah, wrote two, it he, was. he wrote a two stroke indoors. Yeah, and then what wrote a now when when a guy like Carmichael comes to your team, it changes everything. Does do you notice that? Do oh you, yeah. Do you notice that? You're like, yeah. I mean, you're over here with Tortelli. You know, you're not, but Goose comes. Yeah, Ricky's there. Oh, big changes. Yeah, not only not only with the manufacturer, but now you got all these. You know, whether it be Pro Tape or all these people that want to jump on board that yeah, want yeah. a piece of you, you <laughs> that you you get tons of product. You know, right, right. Yeah, things definitely. Yeah, you're change. like, oh, sweet, this is awesome. Yeah, um, yeah, and at some point, I think you're 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 Goose's helper for a lot of races. Yeah, right. Because yeah, Tortelli's hurt. hurt, so you're yeah. helping Ricky out. Yep. God, I remember being at Yamaha and like <laughs> thinking that your bike was going to blow up so many times because Ricky would just rev the shit out of it. The four stroke? The four stroke. Oh, yeah. We're like, that thing is going to blow up. Yeah. And, and it would pop and burp and fart. <laughs> and we're like, dude, the carburetor is going to either fall off like our bikes <laughs> or, or the thing's going to blow up. And it never did. No. Did you have a lot of issues with it at all, ever? Or like, uh, well, we had carb issues, and we got that kind of sorted out. But yeah. still, like preseason the, stuff, I'm talking like, yeah. yeah, yeah, and still the fuel would get hot because the tank was so down close, mm-hmm. and then we'd we'd shield it and stuff like that. So yeah, we had issues, yeah. and Ricky let us know it, you know. <laughs> but but as long as we kept that bike fresh all the time, you know, Ricky didn't have DNFs, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, he won the championships, yeah, you know. But yeah. I remember when we were in Colorado, we really had some issues in yeah. that thing. But he had he d- developed such a huge lead that he yeah. he could drop two seconds toward you know for the last five laps and still win the race. Still be all right, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, Ricky's first race, clutch problem on a Suzuki at the MGM. Oh my God, that was the two stroke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Clutch, clutch issue. grenaded. Right. Yeah. And then you guys are oh, well, I guess we got to make our clutches better, bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, ah, so the whole time you're just there at Suzuki, man. At this point, Berlu, you've been there for. 15 years at Suzuki. Yeah. That yeah. sounds about right. Just yeah. in a, And you were not an employee, right? You were always contractor? Yeah. You always contractor? Uh, no, they, they made us employees probably the last seven, eight years. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. a little different. Was that better or worse for you? <clears throat> Did it matter? 
I, I kind of like being 1099. I like yeah. being a, a contractor, contractor. Yeah. 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 If if I was to tell you, but um, right. you know, insurance was good. There was some stuff that was better and some stuff that got worse. Right. 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 Um. So RC's there. You're working for Tortelli for those three years. Um. Yeah. I, I don't know what. I would say for those three years that you worked for Tortelli, and I don't have the stats handy. I could add it up, but it would not make for interesting podcasts. But I bet you he only raised fifty percent of the time. That'd probably be accurate, right? Didn't yeah. it seem like he? Oh, that'd be yeah, probably like, maybe dude. even less, but probably yeah. accurate. Right, right. He had some good rides on our our two stroke at the end. Did he? Yeah, yeah. Um, and another thing, yeah, at, at, at Yamaha, we would just be like, "You guys redesigned the two strokes, Suzuki did." Mm-hmm. It's fucking Yamaha. It was the it was motor totally, was very, very, dude, very. Born stroke was the same. Power valve system was the same. Pretty much, it was everything. And we, we were like, "That's a Yamaha." Pretty much. So mad, but we had a good bike. So yeah, they were. They, the Yamahas had it going on for yeah. sure. So. We were just always bitter at that, I guess, a little bit. But um, <laughs> but then it's funny. You can look at the Cowie. It's it's the same, too. Same bore, same stroke. Yeah, yeah. And then the power valve, the way it worked was 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 mimicked Yamaha's, yeah, too, yeah. though. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's just the, the best system eventually, right? Everybody finds yeah. out the best, the best way yeah, to they, do it. Uh, who do you work for after Tortelli? Probably, was it Burn? Yeah, yeah. 506. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, it would have been Burn. Yeah, you went yeah. to Disney Nations a few times with Burner yeah. and, and good dude, great guy. Yeah, great guy. I, the, you know, I my my last couple of years with Suzuki, I had some really good riders. Yeah, yeah. Who'd you have after that? <clears throat> I think it was Burn. Was, was that my, it? My and last the, year. That was it. I think '09. So '08 or '09. Did you know that you were done with Suzuki? Yeah, I kind of I wanted to be done. Did you? Yeah, I wanted to stay home. I was just so over yeah. the travel at yeah. the time. You yeah. were done. Yeah. Um, and so, do you think you could have worked there, or was it was it a thing mutual thing, or do you um, think that- it was it was pretty mutual? I think. I mean, yeah, I think if I would have uh, moved down there, or if I if I would have nurtured it at that time, I was over it. Yeah, you know, and they were still wanted you in California a lot. They yeah, st- I remember. You, I was living here then, and we were friends. And you would go for two weeks at a time, right? Like it'd be like two weeks there, a week back home, two weeks back there, right? Is that yeah, kind of in lot the of off that. season? Like that's how it kind of. Or else I was down there all week and then come home for the weekend and head back on yeah. Monday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you get? Were you divorced by then? No, no. I was still married. Yeah, yeah. I was married. It was, yeah. Uh, so the the divorce thing. I mean, that sucks too, right? Like. Yeah, that, that would have been once I went to H and H. Yeah. Did you take a year off, or did you go right to H and H? I went right to H and H. So did you know that was coming? No, that kind of hit me like Hart right Huntington, when I was by the done. Way, Hart Huntington, yeah, Hart people. Huntington. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got hit up by Kenny, you know, and then um, I think it was Supercross only, and that's what kept me going. Yeah, yeah. So I'm <laughs> like, okay, I'm I'm in for this, right? Because the outdoor is what wears you out. Yeah, man. don't you it, think? So? Oh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. People don't understand how much work that is, and yeah. And then the the uh, well, this is this is back in the day when nationals were on Sunday, the Monday morning build. You oh know, you're out God. there at seven a.m. How hard is you just, that? You just you just spent 16 hours in the sun working and you literally like people don't understand like at the national i can vividly remember the horn going off for the national i still had to put a seat on and kind of like maybe rewire a grip and i was trying to eat a sandwich trying to eat it like you know what i mean like because you, 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 you didn't stop you, you don't stop there's there's, there's no stop. there's no point where you sit down uh from eight o'clock in the morning on no. so and then you take the tent down and, and then at 7 a.m you're back at the hotel <laughs> You're smoked. <laughs> I'm, I'm making you relive these moments. Uh, you're just happy yeah. to go out that night to go get a nice meal and just chill that it's over, knowing that you have to get up that next Monday. Yeah, and 7 a.m. Bill oh, out in the parking lot, in the fuck. hotel parking lot, you know, and you're building in a your big bike. hurry to get it done before you catch an airplane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, um, so the Nationals do do it. You're right. Yeah. I, I remember when I got to Yamaha, 
I was at KTM before, but we were barely a factory team. But when I got to Yamaha, I actually did less work on the bikes than I did as a privateer for Supercross. Mm-hmm. For Supercross. I remember. But they made you, huh? No, they did. Yeah, yeah. they said, hey, I, I used to grease my link every week. They're like, uh-huh. why are you doing that? It's Supercross. Uh-huh. Grease your link every four weeks, and then you just put a whole link. Oh, you <laughs> put a whole system on that you grease back at the shop. Perfect. You know what I mean? Like that was the thing that you would do. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I can do that because as a, as a privateer, I was doing this every week. Yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, that's dumb. Don't do that. So yeah. I did actually less work on the motorcycle in Supercross at, at Factory Yamaha than I did as a privateer guy. That's so, cool. But anyway, so so you're done with Suzuki. Yeah. Was it sad or no? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was 20 years you right. know, I was with that company. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it was sad, yeah, but at the same time, <clears throat> there was, you know, I was just happy to be done. I really thought, okay, I'm done. I'm going to go home, yeah. you know, and live in my home that I built and, yeah. and then work in my shop, you yeah. know. Yeah. And then the H&H and, thing came and along. And you got a great and, shop back there. Like, it's for a custom shop, all, you know, everything. Yeah, it was ever, made for motorcycles. You need, right, yeah. everything you need to work on a motorcycle. So, yeah. um, so H&H comes calling. Um, yeah, and it was out. It was Supercross only. So, yep. I, so then I entertained it, and I go, okay, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, you know. Did you? And this was, of course, this was H and H. Like, we made a lot of jokes about you not fitting in there. You know what I mean? Like looking around because you were you were such a corporate guy for so long. Right. We would make jokes about you looking around, being like, "What the hell did I get?" There's beer pong. There's music. <laughs> Stripper pole over there. Watson, Watson <laughs> yelling and screaming. Oh, uh, if you heard how many times people. Said, hey, when are you getting a tattoo? You would, yeah, yeah. You know, I heard that every week about ten times. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, you never. But but Carrie was really good, right? Carrie, Carrie, was Carrie, awesome. Carrie treated you great. Very Kenny, well. Kenny was Kenny. Yeah. Um, yeah. he was nice, but unorganized. That but. was one of my favorite years. That first year was it really? Because I worked with Blow, so everything yep. was low key, you know. Yep. And Bonnie was there. Um, and then Chad Gieb was, there, you know. So it was a it was a, a small nuclear. It was small, you know. Yep. But I yep. really had a good year. That was fun. Uh, the shop was here. The yeah, test the shop track was, was here, here. Right, everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's five minutes from my house. Right. Yeah. So for you, you were just loving it. It was great. And money, they paid you good too, right? It was good right. money. Yeah. They paid me good. Right. Right. Yeah, and you absolutely. were just like, yeah, you were like, sweet. I'll keep doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then well, did you have Hanny that year or no? Hanny was the I next year. I think the next year. Hanny yeah. was the next year. Yeah. Um. Blows got fourth. Was that the year Blows got fourth in Vegas? Um, he got fourth the following year because they they brought Tedesco on and they I didn't. It wasn't my decision to to go with Tedesco. It was theirs. Oh, so they told you to go work. Yeah, with Ivan? you're okay. working with Ivan and and then Blows will work with with Gieb or yeah, whatever yeah. you know. But um, so that wasn't my choice. But but Blows got fifth at Indy that year. Yeah, and then he yeah. got fourth the following year at right. uh, in Vegas. Right, and then yeah. uh, you worked with Hot Sauce. I think he got hurt. Right, he was hurt a lot. Yeah, yeah, good dude. Great guy. Yeah, great guy. Really yeah. nice guy. Really professional, you know, I think. Treated it right. Treated people right. You know, yeah, all that kind was, of stuff, right? Yeah. Like I enjoyed Ivan. I always felt but like... I had worked with him at Suzuki, too. Oh, that's right. That's True. right. That's where I forgot. So I worked with Tedesco before I went to work for Burn. Before Burn? Before Burn. Oh, okay. So yeah. we skipped Ivan. Yeah, yeah, I skipped Ivan. Right. And yeah. and him, he came out of a, a 250 National and Supercross title. So yeah. he was the next big thing. Yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah. Yep. Um, so did you work... He got... Th- Third or fourth in Supercross yeah, that year. Yep. He was good. Um, Stu landed on his fa- on his hands. That was up in Toronto yeah. for for the, for the for world rounds for the for the next season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's that so he came in hurt for after he got fourth. I think that yep. one year he came in. You know, everybody was like, "This guy's going to kill yep, it," you know. Yep, yep. But he came in injured from that deal yep. that happened at uh, right. Um, okay, yeah. So we forgot about Tedesco. Yeah, and then I, you, I then you were done. Then you were done at Suzuki. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you were back with Ivan at at H and H. Yeah. Um, um, 
Yeah, you enjoyed it, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Um and then and then who'd you work for? Was it Ivan again on Cowies then? You would have switched yeah, to Cowies? Ivan on Cowies. We right. brought Cowies on, yeah. Yep. So I worked with him. Yep. Um but then Ricky gets back involved with Hart mm-hmm. at H and H and the team ratchets it up, mm-hmm. you know, gets factory stuff. Factory stuff and everything else. Change the name. Shop left Vegas. <laughs> shop left down shop Crazy. left back to California again. Back to my exact same stall that I worked with at Suzuki. <laughs> I walked in there and I'm like, oh my God, here I am again traveling back at Suzuki. This is not where yeah. this was supposed to go. Yeah. I was done with that. Right, right. right. The next thing you know, that whole year I. Did you think about quitting or were you still in for it as far as that goes? Things got a lot more serious, right? You started working for Tickle, right? Yeah. Was it tick? Yeah. yeah, Tickle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but at that point in time, I went there and I still was in Vegas, so I I was still able. To, I only needed to go there when I needed to go. Yeah, they there. were better than Suzuki was. Yeah, as far as that goes. Well, Suzuki wasn't calling the shots. Right, right, right. Yeah, really, yeah. But but I mean, even when you were at Suzuki, um, they had a better, more relaxed program. Yeah, H and H did. Right? Yeah, as far as oh, what you wanted sure. to do. Right, for right, sure. right. Yeah. Um, but some of the fun went out of it, didn't yeah, it? It did. Yeah, yeah, got serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They hired Mark Johnson. They had I remember Oh, the, that part the fun went out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Once it went to RCH the fun went out yeah, of it. Yeah. When it was Hart and Huntington, it was I yeah. loved it. It was yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know what? It's and it's of course Roxon gets brought on, right? Yeah. Um Are you working for Tick? When Roxon came on? Yeah. Roxon got came on the following year. Oh, okay. The last guy I worked for at Hart and Huntington with Pike was Pike when he came on because uh Tickle got he broke his back. Oh, in that's Supercross. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um so you weren't there for Roxon? No, no, you, no, I wasn't. Oh, you weren't? Nope. Okay. Nope. Um, I thought you were. Um, yeah. I, I, you know what? Hart, you know, Watson tells a story about Hart saying, you know, what are we doing? We're just here to get eighth and ninth. Like, are you happy with that? Like, let's do the next level, right? Like, Ricky won, team up and all that. But be careful what you wish for. Yeah. In a way, right? Like, Absolutely. I get it. Like, your competitiveness, you're showing up with blows and these guys, no offense to these guys, but, but you're just getting top ten. You know, Ivan wasn't a championship guy at this point. But, yeah, be careful what you wish for because now you have all the eyes on you. You have all the pressure on you. You have multi-million dollar sponsors. And shit needs to run right. You know, but they won a championship. They won an outdoor championship. Yeah, so that's yeah. props to them with that. But but it does take the fun out of it, doesn't it? It does, Steve. I yeah. mean, I agree. I mean, but like you said, careful of what you wish for. You might get it, you know. Yeah. And yeah. it is. With that comes a lot more pressure, let's face it. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. Got, you got a lot more people um, that you got to, you know, see to or whatever. You know, you know yeah. your sponsors, like you said, top top, top paying sponsors. Yep. You know, when, more, when there's more money involved, it gets more serious, yeah. doesn't it? So did you leave the team or did what, what happened? Did they let you go or did you leave? Yeah, well – there again, I knew I was done. I was over it because they had brought in, like you mentioned. Mark. I'm not going to mention names, but they brought in some upper echelon yeah. people that all of a sudden were yeah. bean counters, and then it became corporate again. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. no, I I had already you, made a plan. You were like, I don't want to do that anymore. No, I, already, I, I already planned because the team manager that they, that they brought on, yeah. Bentley, whatever, um, him and I weren't getting along. Yeah. I just – he – Anyway, I, I lost complete respect for him. When he first was there, I we had fun yeah, together and stuff. Right. But then, um, so I, I knew I was done. Yeah. I, go, I, I ain't doing this yeah. another year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because I don't like. Yeah, for you, once the fun, like, once the fun went out of it, I've been doing it over yeah. twenty five years. <laughs> yeah, you know? you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. No. Um, 
Yeah, it's 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 weird how these things work for sure. So, um, yeah, you were out. You were out again. Yeah, you thought you were out, <laughs> but oh no, did you take a year off, or was it the next year? What when Smart Talk? Oh shit! What the hell was I doing? I, for, I mean, forget I about that. Yeah, one I think or you two were, years. Yeah, you were done again. Back yeah. in your garage. Yeah. And Tony Lessie calls you. Gives me a call that the, the Monster Cup. They they got this privateer yeah. kid, you know, that they're going to work with, and ask me if I'd come out and help with them. You right, know? right. You'd known Tony forever, from yeah, whatever, from Suzuki days. Kid, and, yeah. yeah, when Mike was on the team and stuff, and I got along with those guys, and uh, I said, sure, you yeah. know, I'll, I'll, you know, and it was turnkey. They had the bike, you know, built and prepped, and all I was had to do is come out that weekend and uh, mm-hmm. and work with McAdoo, you know. Right, and you're like, yeah, cool. And the whatever. guy goes out there and smashes it, you know. Yeah, yeah. So then they're like, do you want to keep? You want to come back out? Well, they did. They said for the following year they're going to help Mac, and I go, no, yeah. I don't want to. And then the following year, next thing I know, I get this other call. Yeah. Can you? And they sold it to me differently, just like this shirt <laughs> job. You know what? You don't have to do this. You don't have to do that. We we just want you for the West Coast for a few races just to get started. I go, well, what what's going to happen? It's for Brayton. It's yeah, for Brayton. For Brayton. Yep, yep. I go, well, what what's going to happen when you know? When we go, when it goes east, you know, I mean, that's yeah. not cool just to pull a rug out and all of a sudden, yeah, what's yeah. Brayton going to do with a mechanic right, or whatever? Right. But I go, all right, you guys got this figured out. I'll do it for the West Coast. Okay. Then Brayton comes out and he's doing really well. Yeah. I'm getting along with him. I, yeah. I, I really, you know, I have a complete respect for Brayton. Yeah. yeah. And, you know. And you're like, fuck, I'm doing it again. Mike, I'm in this. Mike Genova <laughs> comes up to me and says, hey, Tony, I'm going to be true to my word if, uh, We'll figure it out and get somebody for Brayton uh-huh. um, if you wanted to stay home. And I go, you know what? I go, I can't do this to Brayton. I'm not going to just yeah, – you know, yeah. we're, having, we're having a good season. Yeah. We're doing well. Yeah. Let, I'm, I'm, I'm going to finish this out, you know, for, for, yeah. for outdoors, yeah. you know. And you win the goddamn Daytona Supercross. He wins Daytona, <laughs> yeah. That was amazing. I mean, like in some way – so you're not wrenching now, and there's no plans for you to come back. You, you, you did the year with Brayton, and that was it. Um you went, and it wasn't the last race of your mechanic and career, but in a sense, it was the last year. Yeah, you win the fucking Daytona Supercross as a as a massive underdog. That that's would, a nice way to sort of cap it. Oh, Steve, I I that was probably the most best day of my racing, you know, mechanic career. Was it really? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah, yeah. the day was yeah. beautiful. It started out in the morning. Bray and I walking around the track, and I remember talking to him, and I thought the track was bitching. I wanted to get out there and ride on it, Steve. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I mean, we were talking, and and um, I could tell in his, his attitude that he liked the way the track flowed, yeah, yeah. you know, and everything just seemed like yeah. it, it, it came together, yeah. you know, and we had all these tens that were, you know, we talked oh, that's, about. Yeah, you brought, you told me about that, right? Yeah, like yeah. it, it was, was like, the tenth race. It was, uh, you know, wasn't your breakfast number ten or something, or wasn't there? I think, or, or you, I think, great, or uh, yeah, one of us, you know, you had number ten on your whatever. Right, right. All these tens were yeah. lining up, but I mean, I'm not a real superstitious guy, but just that day was a great day, and yeah. then for him to cap it off, and his race was amazing from the start. Yeah. Um, things that happened with you know like tomac you know crashing on the yeah. start but but and then brayton being able to to step it up when he needed to at the end yeah. i mean it was it wouldn't have been more perfect and you know? what a what a race for justin brayton to win the most unlikely race that he would win maybe outside of a national right would oh, be daytona sure. supercross i mean yeah. he's, he's, it's, he's, an, it's the roughest outdoor national yeah, you go yeah to, yeah you know? and the guy rides a race of his life and yeah yeah god it was looking back on it, it was just amazing it I was remember, amazing for me i remember uh, him winning and me being so happy for you 
and so like I'm a writer, so I'm always looking for a narrative or a theme, you know. And I, I couldn't believe this 34 year old guy won his first Supercross at Daytona, and you and the team, the underdog privateer team. And I remember like shaking, like because <laughs> I couldn't quite type my my tweets <laughs> because it was just like, I, oh my god, I'm so happy for every. This is uh, such a that's cool. This is just an amazing story. This I appreciate for that, a guy yeah. who covers stories. This is an amazing story, That's and cool. I was watching it right. That's cool. And here comes Tomac late in the race. Oh yeah, he's fucking coming. He was. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, Eli, you got a lot of fucking wins, you know. Uh, if you would have heard freaking old old man uh, uh, Tony in my ear, and I'm like Tony, and then I saw <laughs> I was watching it all unfold yeah. just like he was watching right, it, right. you know. Yeah. And I'm trying to be calm the whole time yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and, and then, yeah. I mean, you've won a lot of races in your mechanic career, so it's not. Yeah, yeah right. it ain't my first rodeo, right, and I'm right. seeing it. And and Brayton's Brayton's ice, man. I mean, the guy. Let's face it, yeah. the guy doesn't crash. Yeah. I mean, he's solid. He's yeah. so. And, and I'm watching this, and I'm like, Tony, relax. It's going to happen. And then, and then a, about four laps from the end, you know, and uh, three laps from the end, and then and then I and then I'm, I'm doing lap times, and I see Brayton step up. You yeah, know, yeah, from yeah. his lap yeah, times. Yeah, two or three laps to go. He yeah. stepped it back up. And yeah. I told Tony, I go, Tony. This is gonna happen, bro. You know, did you relax. Really? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I'm yeah, on the right, yeah. Tony. This is this. I yeah. go. It's it's gonna happen, Tony. Yeah, yeah. You know? ah, it's amazing. So what a what a way to go out as a mechanic for you. Yeah, and, and that was that else. was amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, he had a great year. Just crushed it. Yeah, he did well. And then you then you ditched him. <laughs> you just and that, so that was it for you though. Like they wanted you back. Brighton wanted you back. Yeah, I know they were bummed. Yeah, but you were just. Can't do it. Travel again, right? Yeah, it was a travel. You were thing. sucked back in. Again. I got sucked back in. Like I said, it was supposed to be a West Coast yeah, thing. Yeah, it yeah. It really was, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah, Steve. I mean, I, I, it blows my mind how you know, as long as you've been doing it, that you are okay with travel. Well, I don't have to work when I'm traveling like you do as a mechanic. I, I just fly and then hang out. I don't have to work. So honestly, like whenever I get a little frustrated, I think about the times when I was a mechanic and how much work it is after you have to travel all the day. You know what I mean? That, so I hear you, but yeah. you're being modest too, though. I mean, you've, you've got your job to do, and I know wow. you do, and you do it very well. So it's not like you go there to watch a race. You're, you're ah, still, it's so much, it's so much easier, Balut, than I was a mechanic. That well, then it, that's, that's then maybe that so. gives you legs to go longer. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. But, but twenty eight years was well, long enough for me. 20- they, how bad did they try to get you to come back? It was tough. Yeah. It was tough. Yeah. Not only, you know, with, you know, Tony and Mike and then, um, but mainly Justin. Yeah. He you called know. you, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. On a couple, couple yeah, times. Yeah. And then he, he did it one more time to the last lit bitch <laughs> effort. And I'm like, Brayton, it's not about you. Yeah. I, I love you. I, yeah. I told him, I go, I wish to God that we could have met up, you know, yeah, maybe yeah. 10 years ago in our career, yeah. you know, cause I, yeah. he, he's, he's, he, he again is like, I felt like he was kind of like a brotherish. Yeah. You know, I had so much respect yeah. for him, you know. And, and also too, another part too was um that got me so happy for him was he, he was at Butler's brothers team and you know, he didn't really like the team that much. I don't think they liked him. He hit his head bad a few times, like where it was like is he still like is Brayton still going to be able to to make a comeback from this? Like he you know, That's amazing. And, like there wasn't legitimate chance that he was done for his career wow it was that bad wow and then he just rose up you know and got healthier and got up on a honda i think wow. he, i think he gelled with the bike better than he did at ktm and and all of that so that was another narrative that you would throw into that win wow. you know where yeah. you were like wow this guy was you know he was done i mean let's face it like moto concepts wasn't you know what they were either when brayton went there you're like oh boy you know what i mean like oh, here's, yeah. here's the first step of 
where Brayton's just kind of hanging on, quote sure, unquote, right? Sure, but then, sure. yeah. So, props to the Genova and, and uh, Mike. Uh, 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 props to Tony and Genova. now he's got another factory Honda ride. Yeah, now he's back on factory Honda, and the story <laughs> keeps going. So, wow. But yeah, so you were just one and done with them. That was it. Yeah. If they yeah. had, if they had a little more more of a budget of a factory team, would you have maybe gone back? No, no. You know, it's weird. If they, you know, we talked and joked on your your show. Okay, yeah. they're going to give you two hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't about the money. I mean, let's face it. I am motivated somewhat about yeah, money. We I all am, are. We all are. But yeah. but to me, I'm at the at a certain age in my life and stuff where 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 I want to be able to enjoy my life a little. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and um you start thinking about that yeah people are dying around you at, at, at around my age and stuff and yeah people got cancer and so those things i start to think about a little bit that sure i want to enjoy my life yeah. i want to you know yeah I, i'm you know you you're so this is a dumb question because you're not like this and i am i mean you're standing in a studio with all these jerseys and memorabilia that i'm into you barely have anything the collection like yeah i don't like, collect don't, I, i've never collected a lot no, of stuff and and, and do you look I, even, I wish i would have but even like man this the the stories that you've forgotten are, are more than most people have in the sport and all the things you've been around i mean literally you were around rj and jeff ward absolutely to 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 ricky and jeremy mm-hmm. you know to james and chad and you know and mm-hmm. roxon and like you know that era that you've been in cool. and you've been around these these amazing riders and these greats of our sport mm-hmm. and you're just you don't look back though at all. you're not that type of guy but pretty cool. You know, the only one guy that I would that I did that I'd get a, a autograph from, or I would tell somebody, and 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 it's weird. It's it's no disrespect to to yeah. all the other riders before yeah, yeah. or and after, but right. um, what was uh was um RC? Yeah, you know, yeah. just his ability and what he did just totally blew my stinking mind. You yeah, know? and and it was the ability on the motorcycle. Right, right. I'm not, I we won't go into other things, but the his ability and what he did on that motorcycle, man, was yeah. to me was was Jordan Michael yeah. Jordan yeah. At, yeah, 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 you know, isk yeah. yeah. or whatever. So and cuz I've never been a big uh autograph yeah. fan kind no, of guy. Yeah. No, I like just, I said you don't you don't you're not a guy who lives in the past. You're not like no. sitting there going, "Oh, you know what I mean?" like Yeah. Um Yeah, well, especially to and correct me if I'm wrong, I would think you being at Suzuki for uh, 15 years. 20. At that, well, no, at that point. Oh, Ricky okay. comes, Ricky uh-huh. comes to the team. Sure. 2005, right? Yep. Yeah, so yep. 15 years, you'd come, you'd been to Suzuki, and like, let's face it, you were the underdog OEM. Honda had you covered. Cowie sure. had you covered. Sure. Yamaha at times was, had you covered. You guys had the worst bikes many years out of in that group. Mm-hmm. Um, you had riders that would underperform, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so for you, and you're at – Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think a sense you would you would get a sense of um, uh, fulfillment from hey we we can fucking win like we just need the horse like our bikes are good enough absolutely we have the equipment we're Suzuki suck at everybody else you know people who said oh Ricky's done Ricky's done he's going to Suzuki like Jeremy did and you know what I mean because Jeremy started winning right when he left Suzuki again yeah, so you know yeah, yeah so you guys are like oh great you know what I mean but and I would think that some of your sense of rc would be like this fucking guy took our bikes and our company and turned it around oh for sure right for yeah sure. yeah like yeah. like suck it everybody we, we're we're winning well it was the the deal that i knew about that you know about some people don't get it but there again the 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 bike doesn't make the rider the rider makes a bike in this sport yeah the rider has so much you know to do 
with his you know his success yeah. more than the equipment yeah. right yeah. i mean yeah. you got to have oh, good yeah. equipment it's yeah. not like nascar it's no. a, it's a complete flip flop yeah. where you got to have a good car or f1 f1s are even worse uh, right yeah. yeah yeah and that's what's the beauty of this sport yes yes where you as the athlete the effort that you put in is yeah. what you're going to get yeah. out of it yeah no for sure so i would imagine rc coming there on top of him being so gnarly on a bike and so amazing on top of that just the fact that he could turn this company in the right direction not turn it around because that's the wrong statement but he could he could win on your bike he could he showed everybody what's up he could yeah but guess what what did it trans did it transition to bike sales hell no see no that's the no, that's never the weird does. thing about yeah. of it huh? yeah. yeah yeah it never really does right i mean yeah. that's that's definitely the weird thing and you could make a case because suzuki apparently paid ricky all his bonuses in a guaranteed salary like he had no bonuses apparently yeah it was, it was that's a, right that's right. what i understood yeah right it was like hey we are going to pay you as if you won all both titles and mm-hmm. for all three years you're here or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can make a case that they really he, he hurt Suzuki a little bit in their bottom line, right? Well, they paid yeah, him he, so much money. Yeah, but, they paid him a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, but he won. He yeah. did exactly what he was hired to do. So, yeah. You know what's funny is he could have made that kind of same money with the bonus program, yeah. but he chose. Yeah. And, and here have, here's another thing you got to look at with Ricky is here as an athlete, he didn't rest on his laurels. He didn't, he didn't milk it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the yeah, guy yeah. went out and won as many or more races than what he would have needed to do to win that or, kind of money. Or or the he won every single outdoor that he raced. He didn't race the whole schedule, remember? He just raced a oh few of them, and then he won every one. And he could have won yeah, that and he championship. he just could have won that one, too. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so what a career, Berlut. Well, thank and you. Now, and now you're, yeah. and now you're, now you're watching... People flip. This theater thing is a weird deal, dude. The people in the theater and stuff, like you mentioned, these design guys. Yeah, no, they're, it's they're, really they're, they're not your type of people, Berlu. They're not. Well, yeah. it's not people that have been around. Right, my life, right, for sure. right. Yeah, yeah, no, you're you're a motocross motocross guy. Yeah. Um, I know people love you on the on the pulp show, so hopefully you can find time when things. I'm having Mondays off. I expect right. you to have me on here soon. Steve. Okay, off. Oh, geez, all right. Yeah, no, we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll do that. We will get you back in for sure. So yeah, I like it. Uh, Fly Racing Racer X podcast presented by. Maxis and Alpine Stars, uh, Tony Berlitti. I hope you had fun doing this. I don't know this if you wanted to awesome. do it. I don't know if you really wanted to do it. I kind of made you do it. Well, I tell you what, I, I I think how it turned out, I really enjoyed myself. Good, yeah, yeah. no, a fantastic career in the industry, amazing career in the industry, uh, and still going uh, at a local Cirque show. <laughs> come see it, uh, uh, Tony Berlutti, Tony Berlutti tune. So, I uh, uh, really, really, really appreciate the time, Berlutti. Thanks, man. Uh, Thank um, you, Steve. And we'll, we'll be in touch. Oh, when are we going riding? Can we go dirt bike riding? Um. God, I gotta get. You know, I still haven't washed my bike from the last time we rode. That's how bad I'm guilty to even say that. Yes, we got. How often do you do it? Do you? I'll make time so I can hunt you, hunt the silver fox down. God, I, I on his Michael Byrne Rockstar Suzuki. Right. Yes. I, I'm gonna have Sunday Mondays off. I'd like our private Mondays, private, private session, days. A private session. Yeah, can we yeah. talk J- uh, Jason into it? Yeah, into grooming it for us. Well, to to getting us out there on on our own private yeah, day. Yeah, we can do that. We'll Did you? That. How was it when you went out there Sunday yesterday with all? Of, is there a lot of people? There was a lot of people, and it got track got too rough. I liked it when it was just us two. Okay, let's yeah, do that it. That was better. Thanks, Berluti. Okay, Steve. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends. 
and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. And, and Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right, and right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think yeah. he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Poland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? Right. They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home. And once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse. I mean, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days and the months and the years go on.